got a Twitter question from listener Daniel Sanchez. Daniel, thank you for sending this over to us. Oh, he yeah. says, hey, hey, fellas, happy Friday. Um, oh, happy Tuesday, Daniel. Mm-hmm. Oh, we're, back to we're, you. So we're late. I'm sorry. Um, I was wondering, do either of you remember Mario Soft Drinks from Shasta? If so, do you ever drink it and have a favorite? I love the Yoshi Apple. Um, and he sent a picture along with this. Oh, and we'll, yeah. we'll put this in our social media posts and everything. Um, I have never seen these before. Me neither. I've never had them before. They look I used awesome. to have Shasta all the time as a uh, poor person growing up. Yes. Shasta <laughs> was just like in every like local vending machine because I grew up in a small town in Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. And they were like, well, these poor people don't. They're not going to be able to afford Coke, <laughs> let alone Pepsi. So Shasta at the best. You know, sometimes we had this other off-brand uh, soda called Vess. And it was a bunch of fruit mm. flavors and whatnot. But um, what was it yeah, called, I'm, that last one? Vess. V-E-S-S. Okay. I thought you said Vest. And I was like, that's weird. Vest. Like It's just like, there's yeah, no mascara. It's just a vest. <laughs> like an anthropomorphic vest. I like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's the soda you wear. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It gives you nourishment from the outside in. That's true. It's beautiful. Yeah. yeah. And if you want your nipple stained, mm, don't look further it. than Vess. <laughs> Shasta, though, for sure, man. Well, I grew up on that shit. That was great. I remember. It was. There's like a bunch of different fruit flavors, too, for that, I feel like. Well, they have mm-hmm. like an orange one on here, too. But yeah. Uh, and just with the regular cola, I know. But um, yeah, man, that that for a while, I didn't even know that was poor people stuff. I was just like, Shasta just sounds cool. It does, yeah. I like the I name why, of it. Um, it is very, very off-brand. I don't even know where to get it now. Like each, yeah. Like grocery store has their own off-brand that I feel has mm. like faced out Shasta. We need to bring That's that true. back. I think mm-hmm. bring back Shasta. Hashtag bring back Shasta. It's the most important thing we could do. Forget going to space, curing COVID. Uh, we need to bring oh, back yeah. Shasta. Get rid of that for sure. Um, so on the the four cans that Daniel has in this post, he's got the aforementioned Yoshi Apple, but there's also Mario Punch. Uh, let's see, Princess Toadstool Cherry, and then Luigi Berry. I felt like they just gave up on Luigi. They were like, "Well, he's got blue overalls. Um, I guess Berry or whatever." <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> I, I am the most interested so. in the Princess Toadstool Cherry. I love a cherry cola, uh, oh, yeah, or soda. You know. Mm-hmm. Um, Punch. I don't know. I've I've never been like a big like fruit punch fan. Me neither. Really? Okay. It's like too many fruits. It, it becomes yeah. its own new flavor that I don't think I'm a fan of. Yeah. Yeah. I begrudgingly drink it. I think. And it's like it's fruit punch. It's like it's so aggressive. You know. Mm-hmm. Maybe they should change it to like fruit leg sweep or something. Where it's like you're gonna <laughs> fall on your ass, but like. Kind of, it's not like you're high up in the air on it. Yeah, where if you get like punched in the, you know, punched in the mouth with a fruit, yeah, that's not gonna be good. Mm-hmm. It was a run yeah. by fruiting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Best I'm part of this is Doubtfire. Yeah, uh, I'm trying to look up uh, Shasta. It's ShastaPop.com. I like that. That's the website right now. It's all right there. Yep. I was wondering who, you know, owns them and stuff, but it looks like they are still around. Um, but I, yeah, I'm going to have to, they were founded in 1889. Look at that. Oh my God. They've been around for a minute. I thought they were founded in 1989 as a response to like Coca-Cola and stuff. And they were like, yeah. poor people, here you go. Yeah. I really <laughs> thought that was the gist of it, but uh, apparently they've been around for a long time too. So, so you know, these, these, uh, these Shasta farmers have been at it for quite a while. It sounds like, mm-hmm. um, on, on Daniel's, uh, image that he posted to our, our Twitter, 
there's a little thing in the bottom right corner that it's like their slogan. It says, mm-hmm. it has to be Shasta, mom. Like <laughs> <laughs> specifically gendered for the mother to buy that, you know? Oh, yeah. This is, yeah, this is an old ad. Dads certainly did not go grocery shopping at that point. No, no, clearly not. I uh, really wish I would have seen mm-hmm. these around, though. Uh, they look amazing. And especially <laughs> since you and I did like Shasta, this seems right up our alley, but I, don't, I just don't remember it. Yeah, they're like squat little cans. I think they're like mm-hmm. eight ounces or something like that. That's like yeah. the perfect size for like a kid's drink or something like that, you know? Yeah. There we go to play it. I mm-hmm. did. You, they, I'm looking up their thing. Their name comes from a mountain, Mount Shasta, in Northern what? California. There's a mountain after where, this. Is that where all the soda lives? It's where it, it comes from. I bet they have water slides and all kinds of stuff you can get in there, man. We should go. Son of a bitch. Okay. We should go we'll, visit we'll, California. Yeah. We'll go to the Tools Wine my, Winery. Yes. Maynard's. Mm-hmm. Maynard's. Uh, fresh California wines. Maynard's Vineyard. Maynard's Vineyard. Then we'll go to <laughs> to Corn Poppers. Mm-hmm. Uh, listen to those outtakes, folks. Then we'll go to yeah. Shasta Mountain. Man, this sounds like a really good trip we're, we're cooking up here. I think so. Daniel lives in California, so we'll pick him up. Oh, we'll go to all these places. We'll perfect. discover Mount Shasta, and we'll just live mm-hmm. our lives there, um, which will be relatively short because it's just filled with, like, sugary drinks carbonated beverages all the stuff mm-hmm. so we'll, we'll probably die within uh 18 months at the most but phew, oh i like that what a time what a time you know it sounds like the way to go out at this point in time you know like mm-hmm. if i could die in a river of shasta i feel like that's just kind of forcer you know for my for my growing up yeah mm-hmm. like what a way to go what a what a thing to have on your epitaph he oh. died doing what he loved exactly <laughs> swimming and <laughs> yoshi apple soda <laughs> What? It's all sticky. That doesn't make, it doesn't make any sense. <laughs> we have just like your your grave would be constantly covered in like flies. Just tried to to get oh, down there. Mm-hmm. Just so sugary. Your body is oh, just like want it. made has like crystallized from all the sugar. You know. Ooh, that sounds like an X Files. That's where rock candy comes from. I hear. <gasps> X Files. Oh, <laughs> I was going to say from people ingesting so much sugar that their body oh. starts to like secrete it mm-hmm. and uh, crystallize. Yeah. But yeah, X-Files as well. Flies come from yeah, X-Files, well, we can all say. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. I think we can pretty safely say that at this point. Um, is Yoshi had, had, anyone, cons- mm-hmm. had anyone seen flies before can you? the X-Files hit the air? If you think that you have, give me a date and time. Yeah, exactly. Prove mm-hmm. it. Did you ever take a picture yeah. of a fly? Prove it. Mm-hmm. Mm, interesting. You didn't. Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. Nice listeners. Uh, Yoshi apples. Like, cause is that what Yoshi eats? The little red things, those apples in the game. I think so. Yeah. Oh mm-hmm. man, that is a good one. Yeah, Luigi. They really just like, oh fuck it. They should have been like Luigi <laughs> sewage water. Mm. <laughs> and it's like an unknown flavor you know it's like the jolly yeah. ranchers or whatever the world that the like the mystery mm. flavor <laughs> they should have done guess. mario punch princess toadstool cherry yoshi apple and luigi pepsi <laughs> shasta's mario luigi pepsi <laughs> yeah <laughs> but it's hyphenated so they can't be sued it's yeah. luigi pepsi it's one word Essentially, mm-hmm. look, 
you've all played Super Mario Brothers too. Um, Luigi, bit of a dum dum. Yeah. Um, he does. He didn't understand. He didn't understand the goal of this. <laughs> mm, would you, if they had a a, a Sonic soda? Which has a good right, right, you know, rhyme to it. Sounds good. Mm-hmm. Ring to it. Uh, would you, would you, if you had this and Sonic, and you had a choice at the store, you're like side to side. What do you think you'd grab? It, you're referring to Sonic the Hedgehog, not yes, Sonic America's Drive Through. <sighs> yeah, that was, that is problematic that I said it that way. But yes, the the lovable blue creature we know and mm-hmm. love. Voiced by Ben Schwartz um, oh, in the movie. So, so uh, yeah, I, I try Sonic, but I feel like there would have to be caffeine in a Sonic drink, right? Oh, it's like a jolt. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Something. It's like extra. Yeah. Hmm. Oh, they do have a Funko vinyl soda. Honic the Sedgehog. It's like a soda figure? What is this? It's like inside? Well, you can't see that. Not that anybody at home can either, but... It looks like a can of soda with Sonic on it, but it looks like there's like a figurine inside. I didn't know. I didn't know Funko did this. Yeah, that's type of thing, huh? So huh. I think you can drink him. Yeah, there's a there's a figure inside and a collectible disc. I assume like a pog, uh, but no actual soda in the soda can. That seems like a little uh, bad advertising in my in my view. But um, they do have some Jones soda, blue bubble gum, orange cream, and strawberry lime. With all the dudes on it, we got tails. Ah, okay, okay. Knuckles I like on that. There. So I used to drink Joan soda. soda. They used to have yeah. the, um, oh, what do you call it? The uh, the the different like photos on the labels that people would like send in. Oh yeah, they would throw mm-hmm. on there. I thought that was uh, kind of a, a fun idea. Yeah, you should have sent one in. Like a distorted <laughs> butthole. I think the Instead last the photo they received was one from Goatsy, and they were like, oh, oh yeah. <laughs> We can't. We can't keep doing this. This is Jones Soda was shut down today. <laughs> yeah. People found out there's a giant asshole on there. Sodas. You'd still drink it, wouldn't you? Probably. Yeah, I'd, probably I'd, I'd try it. Yeah. You'd have to. You know, it's it's kind of like with a name like Smuckers, it's got to be good. It's like <laughs> if you're gonna put with an asshole put like Goatsies, it's got to be good. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Oh, boy. Oh, well, man. yeah, we got there. That's pretty good. Well, I know that we have uh, a little more soda chat to get into, but uh, for right now, because I can do what I want, I'm just going to say we're doing it. I'm Steven. <laughs> I'm Brent. And welcome to Let's Talk About Stuff, where, uh, like I said, we're going to continue this a little bit, because I do believe, Brent, you have something special today. Is that right? Well, when you say something special... Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know that it's this and it's really not soda. It is carbonated though. Um, mm. Oh, so what I've got here, this is something that my wife had picked up on the, uh, from the grocery store last week when she went grocery shopping uh, while we recorded the podcast. Oh yeah. That's so, the way to do it. Exactly. The wives go out, right? <laughs> yeah, that's right. Pick right. me up some Shasta wife. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? I, I forgot to say the magical phrase. So she brought this home instead. And again, I've got I've got a photo of this that I'll, I'll post to our social media with all of our mm. other nonsense. This is CNN. Um, also, this is from Barissimo, which I believe is mm. like I think it's like an Aldi brand, if I remember mm. correctly. Yeah, okay. it is. Yeah. So um, 
my wife picked up this cold brew coffee and oh. I love coffee. Uh, I don't care if it's cold brew, hot brew, mainly those two brews like, you know, <laughs> lukewarm brew is Goldilocks okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's right. Um, however, this is sparkling cold brew coffee. Wow. That is such an interesting phrase. I'm trying oh. to imagine what that would be like. But wait, there's more. Uh-oh. Steven, this has... It's flavored as well. Mm-hmm. It's... Fl- mm. Hey, wait. First of all, it's made with raw cane sugar. Mm-hmm. So, you know, a sweetening agent in there. Okay, fine, sure. But also, it's flavored with cucumber, Ooh. lime, <laughs> and ginger. <laughs> what? <laughs> Can I see this can? You can. Oh, my (laughs) gosh. That is so much going on. It's it's a lot. It's a lot. Do you have this yet? No. Oh, this is on the air. She brought home two. She brought home this, and then she also brought one uh, home that was, um, and we tried this yesterday. It was uh, same thing, uh, sparkling cold brew coffee, but it was like black currant and Mm. um, what was the other flavor? Uh, Grapefruit. So... Just wild, wild flavor choices (laughs) instead of just like, I don't know, something that's uh, less insane, you know? Totally. Um, So, yeah, this is not this is not going to be good. It cannot be good. The last one was good. No, no, I I like those flavors (laughs) better, too. But um, yeah, like it's uh, I'm not a huge fan of cucumber. Like I'm not a picky Mm -hmm. eater. So if it's like on a sandwich or in a salad or whatever, I'll eat it just because I don't want to waste it. But yeah. I'm not going to go out of my way to, you know, like some people make cucumber sandwiches. Those people are called psychopaths. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know why that. you would do that. That's insane to yeah. me. Um, lime, I'm cool with. Ginger, mm, only if she's on a island with yep. eight other passengers that mm-hmm. have all been stranded there. And honestly, I'm probably going to pick Marianne. Um, so yeah. I don't, I don't, yeah. You know what? Let's just fucking rip this Band-Aid <laughs> off. I, I, I know it's going to be bad. Oh, that's a good decent, sound, though. Decent opening sound. Mm-hmm. Decent opening sound. Let's let's try this goddamn nightmare. It's like a it tall, is black in color. Tall can. It's it is a yeah uh, yeah yeah. What are we Skinny looking can. at here? Eleven fluid ounces. Oh, you know, classic eleven ounces. <laughs> you know how we? <laughs> I feel like this combo of flavors is made for like four people. Like, who could possibly want this? Oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. I wish people oh could see your face. <laughs> it tastes like swamp water. It tastes it tastes like if you've it's ever Luigi's gone to a drink. Oh. Yep. Luigi's Shasta's yeah. uh sparkling cold brew coffee. Yeah. yeah. Cucumber lime ginger. Damn. <laughs> If you've ever gone to a zoo and you've gone to the like aquarium part of it and you're like, damn, they need to clean out these like mm. turtle tanks or whatever. <laughs> this is what that water probably tastes like. It's what that's what this Flavored. is. And and like, we got to add some cucumber, though. Yeah, yeah, that'll that'll make that'll it open up. <laughs> different, I guess. Um, to your earlier point about like who would this be for? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know if this is just like leftover ingredients or or what it is. Um, it's just wild combo of sparkling cold brew coffee with three different fruit flavors, mm-hmm. you know, or veggie, whatever. It, it's so weird, like uh, yeah. mind mind boggling. 
uh, on the back of the can, it says, warning, high caffeine content, yeah. not recommended for children or pregnant or breastfeeding women. I would say it's not recommended for uh, anyone's <laughs> consumption. consumption. Yeah. yeah, it's not It's not good. It's not good. But again, I don't like to waste anything, yeah. so I will sip on this. I told my wife I'd, I'd uh, save a little bit for her to try. Um, she was not a fan of the one mm-hmm. yesterday either, but I did go through and uh, finish drinking yeah. it. She said, did you get used to the taste? I was like, hell no. I did not. I just... Yeah. I can't even imagine mm-hmm. that. I mean, like, that's a whole lot of things that I just don't really care for. Like sparkling mm-hmm. water, not a huge fan. Coffee, not a huge fan. Cucumber, yep. not a huge fan. I forget the rest of those on there. Was it lime? Ginger, ginger. and lime. I actually mm-hmm. like ginger stuff. Like uh, ginger ale, ginger cheese. Oh, yeah. I do like yeah. that. I, I, that's more, right, yeah. more lately, in the last few years, I've liked that. Mm-hmm. And lime, like, that could be, you know, those two alone, that could be good. But, um mm-hmm. And a, co- a flavoring of coffee like that, I literally can't even imagine how that got through the process to be manufactured. I can't. I can't even. <laughs> can't even. Can't do it. Uh, yeah, it's bad. This is, you know, I've stunt drank a lot of mm-hmm. shitty sodas on the show. This is by far the worst thing I've ever <laughs> drank on the show. That is a lot. Wow. You know? And that one time we did that uh, that poorly uh, or poor audio quality mm-hmm. episode yeah. with our wives for that Christmas episode uh, where we talked about friends. And we drank uh, a bunch of them, right? We drank a bunch of sodas and poured the remnants oh, in a pitcher yeah. <laughs> that we used to water a Christmas tree. And I ended up drinking all of that mixed together. Also, pine needles were in mm. there. That was more palatable than this fucking abomination. Damn. I don't know if this is something they drink in Germany, but I'm willing to blame Andy Preller yeah. for this. Because mm-hmm. it's an Aldi thing? Is yes. That why? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. Man, yeah, I wonder if he could weigh in on that. And he'd be like, that's my favorite drink. Uh, oh. It has so much in there, you know? Mm-hmm. Packs everything I love. <laughs> <laughs> when he was, like, touring the uh, the world a couple of years back, mm-hmm. he was constantly looking for this flavor combination. Yeah. I couldn't find mm-hmm. it anywhere. There was just ranch in America, ranch everywhere. <laughs> but I couldn't get my fucking... Uh-huh. <laughs> hey, it's not just ranch. Coffee. We... We also have Cool Ranch. Hey. Mm-hmm. I think they call cool it like Cool American good. in like oh, really? Europe and shit. Yeah. Oh, man. It's like, fuck, they named something after me. Cool. Yeah, <laughs> sweet. Yeah, yeah, dude. America rules. Hell yeah, dude. I guess. Um, it's all right. We man, have our problems. We do. Most yeah. Well, you do have access <laughs> yeah. to these sodas, though, or whatever you'd call this. This beverage. This sparkling it's, beverage. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I hope by the end of this episode, though, you're just like, hey, hey, let's do this. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, all yeah, the caffeine yeah. has just got to you. Like, you powered through <laughs> it, you know? <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. We'll, yeah. yeah. We'll see how yeah. it goes. That's pretty fantastic. Well, mm-hmm. um, do you have any other announcements today? We're just getting into some pop culture catch up. Uh, yeah, we're going to do pop culture catch up. And then we've uh-huh. got a main feature that we'll be discussing the movie from earlier this year that was. Uh, in my research, I saw that this movie was, uh, uh, I guess, like, uh, it had its, what do you call that, when it's just like a, a localized premiere? Because um, it, it was like, like um, I guess so, mm-hmm. back in early March of 2020 mm. in, uh, yeah, in New York, and then oh, they did it then, COVID then, happened. Then? <laughs> yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, so then, like, some people saw it, like, I'm sure, like, a small group, like, uh, what, like, press or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they just like sat on the release because COVID happened Crazy. just immediately after. And then, um, yeah, it didn't come out till May of this year, but we're going to talk about A Quiet Place Part 2, mm. the sequel, E2, Tambien. 
So you're getting better at the Spanish thing. You're really getting it. You know that phrase pretty well. Uh, yeah, I'm excited to talk about it. I watched it last night, but uh, before we get into that, yeah, we'll have some mm-hmm. some other things because I think both of us have some some fun stuff to talk about. So, did you want to start mm-hmm. us off? Sure. So, uh, it was announced a, a couple years back at some Comic Con when that was a, a thing that people mm-hmm. could go do uh, that Kevin Smith was going to uh, show run a new Masters of the Universe yeah. series for Netflix, mm-hmm. and yada yada yada. Uh, they worked on it for a long time, and then mm-hmm. it finally came out this past Friday. Uh, the first five episodes of, I guess, a, a ten episode mm. like first season or whatever, gotcha, uh, came out. And um, do you did you ever watch Masters of the Universe? I He-Man, just anything like missed that? that one. My brothers were into it, mm-hmm. and they had like yeah. He Man pajamas and stuff. But uh, yeah. I, I don't really remember it growing up. Like I know it was around, yeah. but and I think I played with some other old toys, but. Um, I haven't watched this one yet. Is it called Revelation? Is that right? Yeah, Masters of the Universe Revelation. Yeah, that yep. Kevin Smith worked mm-hmm. on. Uh, just because I'm a fan of his, I wanted to check it out. Um, mm-hmm. I almost started an episode this morning, actually. But uh, really? I'm curious okay. to, to hear your thoughts about it because I was never never that big of a fan of that series. So Yeah. yeah. Um, boy, there is a lot of like people shit-talking it online. Yeah. Imagine that. People mm-hmm. on Twitter upset about something. Crazy. <laughs> can imagine um but it is funny to see how people like write about being upset um Mm. because they're like for a show called he-man there's hardly any he-man in this it's like well it's called masters of the universe it's not (laughs) he-man's like the the lead character i guess so Mm. i understand that but um i feel like in those those old cartoons um, and this is not just like He-Man, but this was uh, Ninja Turtles. This was mm. any any cartoon from like way back in the day. They didn't really have storylines that like played across multiple episodes for the most part. Mm. You know, mm-hmm. um, there weren't a lot of cliffhangers. It was usually like a one and done story. Sure. And then you if you missed an episode, you come back next week. The new episode has all the information you need in there. With like an I occasional remember, two-parter. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And that was like torture if it was yeah, like yeah. having to wait Saturday to Saturday. Um, I remember back in the day when Power Rangers did that like six part week long crossover for uh, the Green Ranger. I was mm. riveted. I'd never seen anything like that. Yeah. It's like, oh shit, there's like consequences <laughs> episode to episode. Um, but that was a good storyline. It was. Yeah. It was great. Mm-hmm. Fuck yeah. Let's do that. Next episode. Oh, oh, green with evil. <laughs> we're we're getting a Green Ranger on the show. We're, we're doing, yep. Yeah, uh huh. Oh man, what what if yep. I just every like for the next six weeks, one by one, you just have a new piece of armor that you're like <laughs> buying this like thousand dollar cosplay set, but you're like it's on layaway, so I'm getting like one piece at a time. I'm gonna be the yeah. Green Ranger. Yeah, oh, I gotta get the cod piece. The cod piece yeah. is the last piece. You know, <laughs> it's the centerpiece of everything. Yeah. Um, so um, the the what I'm saying is like. I thought like Masters of the Universe Revelation, these first five episodes were kind of just okay. Okay. You know, like mm-hmm. I I grew up with He Man, but it wasn't really my show. Like mm. uh, I watched it, I had some of the toys and everything, but like once I found Ninja Turtles, I just like put all that stuff to the side because gotcha. that was like my main focus. That clicked with me more than He Man, though I do like, you know, I, I appreciate a. Uh, he Man and She Ren, you know, Orko. Fucking love Orko. Battle mm. Cat. Hell yeah, dude. Yeah. Um, but uh, I, I thought this five episode season was okay. However, Steven, this fucking thing, John wicked me because 
I was watching this. I and I you know it's Kevin Smith. I, I like Kevin Smith. I'm not saying everything he does is great, but like I just like him as a person. I, you know, mm-hmm. I like that he's a fan of fandom and whatnot. Yeah, yeah. So I'm willing to give it a shot. I watch fucking yoga hosters. I, I think I'm, I'll survive. He man. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so so, so I'm watching this. Yeah, and like the voice cast is great. Mm-hmm. Um, Mark Hamill's the, in it, the, right? Mark Hamill, holy shit, a Skeletor is incredible. Yeah. Um, but like you know, I'm, I'm watching it, and it's just not. It's not like clicking real hard for me. But you know, I'm not like a huge Masters of the Universe fan, so mm-hmm. you know, I'm, I'm giving myself a little bit of leeway. However, it gets to the last five minutes of the last episode, mm. episode five. And I'm like, well, goddamn! I got to see what happens now. Oh, awesome! <laughs> so, so yeah, so, um, like big cliffhanger then. Oh yeah. yeah, like this is this is like the turning point for like where the show is going to go. Mm-hmm. I guess it really like there's in the the first episode. I don't want to spoil anything for anyone who hasn't watched it. You know, if, mm-hmm. if that's something you're planning to do, um, because the the first episode does like set the tone for the other four episodes yeah um and there's like things they have to do and uh the a good portion of those last four episodes is like getting the band back together in -hmm. a way but it also brings in some like villain characters and i really like how they they give all the characters like different motivations and um they all have kind of their own stories and and wants and desires and everything so i appreciate that part of it i think what people are responding to negatively is that the the writers of this show are planning a long term story instead of just mm-hmm. like here's an episode of course he mends in there he saves the day whatever the fuck um, that's not what the show is up mm-hmm. to this point um, but I I can see where they're kind of taking it as someone who's yeah. like read comics for a long time I can see like the the long term story like process or whatever mm-hmm. and I know that people who are not like in I don't know people who just like casually watch a show or a movie or whatever they don't necessarily like understand the process and I'm not saying that's everyone but sometimes people are like why are you being mean to Daredevil or whatever it's like well mm. I'm trying to tell a story with this character so I have to give him some stuff to like overcome you know yeah so I feel like that's what they're doing with this but people aren't like picking up on that you know they're not getting down. Yeah, what, what Kevin Smith's laying down, they're not really picking yeah. up. Yeah. Yeah. And it seems like, from what I heard, too, like, because uh, he interacts with the the haters, the trolls, which is astounding mm. to me that he would take the time to do that. But um, sometimes the conversations he has with them are, are interesting, even though they're being dicks and everything. Uh, but mm-hmm. it just seems like a lot of people just don't like him, don't like him anymore or whatever, yeah. uh, for, for whatever reason. But... Um, I still do, and uh, he's filming Cl- Clerks 3 soon. They've been posting photos mm-hmm. for that, and I'm like, I'm totally on board for that kind of stuff. I never yeah. watched Yoga Hosers, and I'm not a huge Masters of the Universe fan, but I am still like his stuff, and I, I support it, you know. But um, they've yep. been, like, review-bombed review and stuff uh, yeah. on like, Rotten Tomatoes and everything um, because they were getting some good press, and people, like, just can't have it or whatever. Like, the fandom... Mm-hmm. Uh, backlash to him is really weird to me, I guess, you know? Um, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I think there's multiple reasons, but yeah. Not getting the He-Man that they wanted or whatever, mm-hmm. uh, people were just like, oh, I'm fucking pissed. <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah, people it's are weird. real, like, 
butthurt about it. But, yeah. like, after that main Masters of the Universe series, like, back in the 80s, they went into, like, an outer space version of He-Man. Oh. I can't remember what it was called, but it was, like, it was bad. Like, it was just <laughs> just straight up, like, terrible. <laughs> but I don't know. It's, it's one of those weird things where people just, like, freak out in an echo chamber. And totally. I don't know. Like, I, I, I have a feeling that once the second part of the series comes out, people will be able to see, like, oh, okay, like, well, I take that back. Some people you're never going to convince. Even if it's good, they're just going to be like, mm-hmm. you know, they're not going to have it. Um, but I'm, I'm willing to uh, to to watch the the next set of episodes whenever they they come out. Um, I enjoyed yeah. it enough for that. And um, there are a lot of like side characters that get developed better. Um, Tila is kind of like the the main character, yeah, I would say, in this the series or whatever. But um, I thought she was great. She's voiced by Sarah Michelle Gellar, of oh, Buffy cool. fame. And uh, she does a great job. Like I said, Orgo's in this. Um, you know, like all the the main Masters of the Universe characters that you like grew up with or whatever. Mm-hmm. If you did, like, they're all there. Um, yeah, I like. I feel like I'm like trying to talk myself into <laughs> saying I liked him more <laughs> than I did. But it's almost like but, you have to defend when people are so like weirdly hate her. You know, hate they're throwing weird hatred towards this type of stuff or whatever. Mm-hmm. You kind of yeah. almost were like, well, it wasn't that bad. You want to like try to be like, don't hate it so much, you know? Well, yeah. And it's like, I kind of want to drill down with them and be like, well, what, what did you actually not yeah. like about this? You know, like, I don't know. I know some people are pissed off that He-Man is like woke now or whatever, but mm. like, I'm pretty sure he like was woke, right? Like that was like his, his like he had like yeah. the, the, the message to the, the kids kind of like GI Joe did back in the day. Mm. It's like the. Now you know, know, knowing is half the battle or whatever. I'm mm-hmm. sure I butchered that. So <laughs> Daniel <laughs> Sanchez, let me know. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Man, is this how you're going to get canceled? You talk I, good. Probably. About I feel like it. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah uh, I don't know if I'll end up watching this or not. I, I mm-hmm. had heard it. There was like a first part and then a second part. So I didn't understand what that really meant. Um, mm-hmm. Until you mentioned it's like five episodes and five episodes or whatever, but mm-hmm. um, I yeah I, I think it's almost like because there's such a backlash to it for some reason it almost makes me want to just be like back off haters mm-hmm. it's a good show I haven't seen yet but back off yeah you know mm-hmm. just let it be who knows yeah um, but uh, yeah and I hope the second part's you know good I hope it fulfills what that story is going for you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, me too. So, it makes we'll me see. want to um, go and watch more like Netflix animated series. Like I started Voltron like way back in the day, and oh, I yeah. love that show. I just I just never kept up with it, mm-hmm. uh, so I need to go pick that back up. Uh, I watched the first couple of episodes of uh, that Shira animated series. I thought that was mm-hmm. great as well. Same thing. I just never kept up with it. Yeah. Um, and then uh, there are a couple of like Transformers like CGI mm-hmm. animated series mm-hmm. that have come out that I, I hear are pretty good. So yeah, right. Uh, yeah. Yeah. A lot of uh, like nostalgia fueled mm-hmm. Netflix animation to uh, go catch up on. Yeah. They, uh, mm-hmm. they, uh, they have some good stuff. I mean like that camp Cretaceous, Cretaceous. Um, I still want really, like after that first season, I was like, I really want to watch more of this. And then now there's like two more seasons. It came out so fast. And now oh, I feel kind of like, I feel like kind of really behind on it. So I haven't picked it up again. But uh, even that was like fun to watch, even though it wasn't nostalgic for an old cartoon, but an old movie, you know, that he grew up with and stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, they have good stuff out there. So it's just like so much stuff to keep track of. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like it's going to be forever when the second part of this season comes out and then it will come out. I'll forget about it. And then like three more of them <laughs> yeah. will come out and be like, oh, 
God, I can never keep track of this. <laughs> I do yeah. feel that way a little bit lately. There's so much good stuff streaming. Like I, I kind of will watch stuff and then be like, like the mayor of Easttown. We watched that crime mm-hmm. show with Kate Winslet, and like I kind of forgot about it because I watched so many other things since then. I'm like, oh yeah, that was like not too long. I just watched it like a month ago. Yeah, and it's mm-hmm. done, so I just you know I move on or whatever. But uh, mm-hmm. yeah, there's there's a lot of good stuff out there. Speaking of, yep. I know I mentioned it before, but we finished the last episode of the second season of Sex Education on Netflix. That show that I mentioned that I just really really oh. adore. Um, mm-hmm. Third season's coming out in September. And it's um, they had a really weird trailer for it. I think because it was filmed during COVID time, so they make it like a a fake uh, like it's for their school, like their prep school. It's like a fake mm-hmm. uh, like video about like come to our school. This is this is what we offer and blah blah blah. And it had a weird vibe, but um, the second season ended so well. I'm really hoping that they're able to to pull through the COVID restrictions that they filmed against and then uh, you know deliver a good third season. But um, yeah, yeah, it's still it was it was stellar all the way through the second season. So. Really looking forward to that coming back. Um, Yeah. But yeah, so let me see. Oh, so there's one thing I wanted to specifically mention. Uh, Another thing that you had told me about that I checked out this week. So you had mentioned last week, I believe, about a a trio of comics that you had read. And and so I went ahead and uh, picked up the the Buzzkill that you had mentioned. (gasps) What? Watch it. Oh, read it. You read it. I read it. Brent. Mm-hmm. Oh, my fucking mm-hmm. God. It is amazing. Oh. oh. It was so good. So this is. In your uh, honor, I do quote. <laughs> good. Man, I'm so glad you liked it. Yeah. Oh, so it's by Donnie Cates. And it says written by Donnie Cates and Mark Res- Resnicek. Resnicek? Oh, yeah, that's right. He had a, uh, a co-writer for mm. this. I think he's. Gotcha. Maybe the sole. I Actually, you know what? I think he had a different co-writer on the paybacks, and then yeah. crossover is all him. But, but his, yes. it's kind of his main push, I guess. It's, it's his main thing, but has some yeah. co-writers. And then art by Jeff Shaw, colors and letters by uh, Laura Affy. Laura Aff? Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, yeah, it was rad. You would so basically mention it again. It's about this guy who gets his superpowers when he's abusing drugs or alcohol. So he, like, goes through that. Uh, he is a superhero with it. He's trying to be, but he's also like he'll black out. He doesn't remember it and stuff. And it's like mm-hmm. he's still like a sloppy drunk during it. It's it was such an interesting concept to me when you mentioned it. And then uh, just the fact that, like I'm still not fully on board with like the even though I love the characters, I'm not really on board with mm-hmm. like the main like Marvel storylines of like Spider Man. Like you and I had read the the Avengers stuff and it was cool, but mm-hmm. like I'm still just not fully sold on just reading that kind of you know stuff month to month or whatever sure um, yeah I, I like in the independent stuff you've shown me so much more overall mm-hmm. and uh yeah. this one it was just so interesting the the art is just rad the, there's like blood splatters that just look really cool mm-hmm. it's it just got this really cool design and vibe and then the story and the the different characters it made me think a little bit of because it's all like sort of alternate versions of characters we kind of know or, or superhero mm-hmm. tropes or villains that we already kind of think about. And, like, they have a superhero team they kind of go towards, and it was, like, sort of like a Superman leading it mm-hmm. type of dude and all this different stuff. And they, they're all just so inventive and fun. And, and maybe think of uh, Invincible a little bit. Yeah, um, yeah. You know? Uh, or The Boys as well. Um, mm-hmm. And I think that's, for me especially, that's, that's a great praise of why I liked this you know because I like both of those um, sure. like a lot of people do but um, yeah I read this one in like two nights I think uh, and it was so good 
Um, and then I immediately mm-hmm. picked up the next one, which I can't remember right now. I'm only a few pages in into it. Um, the paybacks. The paybacks, yeah, which is also yes, cool. Yeah. You mentioned they have like mm-hmm. characters that'll kind of show up and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know the the magician's name um, or the, like the wizard. Uh, uh, Dr. Black, I think. Dr. Black, but it's yeah, like, with a, <laughs> yeah. With a Q in it with instead a Q, of a C? Yeah, instead of a C. Yeah. Because he's like, no, it's black. And he's like, yeah, yeah, Dr. Black. And he's like, no, it's like B-L-A-Q-K. It's like, what? Yeah. I don't know how to say that, man. <laughs> uh, black Um mm-hmm. But yeah, he's he's a great... Like, I felt they're similar to... to he's kind of like a Doctor Strange or uh, there's probably other things better mm-hmm. than that, maybe. But to me, that's what I got from it. And then uh, instantly, though, like the characters are so uh, personable. Like I was like, I felt like I'd been reading them for years. Or, like I just knew these people. Yeah. Right? Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, the paybacks has been really cool. It, it's like a, a team of uh, like super like super repo men um, mm-hmm. who are like taking yeah. back stuff from from other people that borrowed money to become like he- heroes and stuff. It's just really cool ideas. Um, and I'd never heard of this guy, uh, Donny Cates. Uh, until you mentioned it, Johnny. What is <laughs> Johnny, Johnny Cage? Johnny Johnny Cage. Yeah, <laughs> I'd never heard of Johnny Johnny Cage. Um, yeah, it's just uh, I'm really glad you mentioned it because it's uh, mm-hmm. it's been a cool series so far. And, but or like, not even a series. I guess they're just kind of related, kind of in the same universe. Mm-hmm. Um, but Buzzkill, yeah, yeah, really blew me away, man. And it's only four issues essentially. Mm-hmm. Buzzkill is so. The, the amount of twists and turns and, like, surprises that he's yeah. able to fit in there and make you care about it is really impressive to me. It's like alchemy in a way. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's like you've never met these characters, so how is he going to make you care who the final villain is, yes. like, in that revelation? Well, like, they kind of l- sprinkle some seeds mm-hmm. throughout the story to lead up to it. So, um, but, yeah, man, I'm, I'm so glad that you loved it. I... I I was so impressed with it when I read it. And mm-hmm. I thought, well, maybe it's just me. Yeah, I, right. I read it as I was leaving for vacation, so <laughs> yeah. I was just like in a great mood anyway, you know. But um, yeah, that's awesome. I'm, I'm glad to, glad you enjoyed it. Yeah, super cool, man. Mm-hmm. I'm really like looking forward to reading the rest of them because uh, so far, just the everything about it is just mm-hmm. really well done. Yeah, so uh, yeah. For, for me as well, some pretty high praise, I guess. Wonderful. Book. Yeah, man. That's badass. All right. What else you got? Um, well, do we want to jump into the, uh, the main event or do you have more stuff to oh, I discuss? Have a, I have at least, uh, one more specific, okay. if you want to do that quick and then, uh, we'll go into the main topic. Yeah. Yeah. I can, uh, I, you know, you what, I can more? do another one, uh, cool. real quick. Um, there is, uh, you know what, just staying on the, uh, the Donny Cates tip, I read another series that he wrote called God Country, six mm. issues from Image Comics. This one is... Uh, set alone from you know the the other stuff that you had mentioned yeah um this is like a standalone story um it's about a, an older dad um he's maybe in his like 60s or 70s or something like that he's got alzheimer's um mm-hmm. and after his wife passed away it really like kicked into to full gear um it's this series takes place in like uh, the Texas countryside or whatever mm-hmm. and uh, Donny Cates himself is from Texas i think he lives in yeah. Austin so a lot of the stuff you'll see is uh, takes place in Texas or has that kind of vibe to certain characters. Um, and his his son goes to visit him with his family. I don't I can't remember. I don't think he uh, had ever met his. Well, I guess maybe he, he just hadn't interacted with his granddaughter mm-hmm. or whatever at, at, for the most part, um, because his dad is really like falling apart. Um, kind of long story short, the 
the main thrust of the story is this giant giant ass fucking sword like that's mm. the size of like two two humans like stacked <laughs> on top of each other damn it's yeah. like the blade is insane looking um it's called valifax um come to find out it falls to earth the dad comes across it and whenever he grabs it he's back to being able to think lucidly mm. like he's he's aware of everything as long as he holds on to the sword then he's all good um the the sword as we discover throughout the series belongs to uh, a god uh, or mm. like an alien being like uh, that's ancient um, that's floating out there in outer space and uh, he comes back to reclaim his sword mm. but the the sword is sentient and is the god of swords meaning that like anytime any type of sword blade axe anything like that has ever been used for violent means that got or that sword has been like part of it spiritually crazy so it's crazy like yeah it has its own dialogue and everything stories yeah yeah i love these things so the the main story is uh kind of like the the dad who's kind of reclaimed his sanity and Mm -hmm. and his family in a way has now got to face down this god and uh who's trying to reclaim his his sword um and there's there's more to it than that but like man it's also just incredibly well done you know right on so yeah highly recommended for that as well that's cool he just has like really cool ideas i feel um and i'd never heard of them i'm so glad you you found how did you find these originally did you did you know about them before you yeah, stumbled so, upon them recently so uh donny cates has uh he's got what's called a, a marvel exclusive um he's able to do some like independent work on the side but um mm-hmm. he's been writing uh, venom for a long time which oh, is right. kind of crazy like um he, he made Venom good. Um, <laughs> like, like the writers are like really good, like poignant stories with that character. Um, he's currently writing Thor, um, but he's written like Guardians of the Galaxy, he had a run on Thanos and, you know, those type of characters. Right on. So because of that and me enjoying those stories, I looked into his independent work mm. and um, ended up enjoying those as well. So, um, yeah, like anything with his name on it that I've come across and read has been like quality work so totally yeah I, I just really like went down a um uh, a rabbit hole of his his stuff when i was on mm-hmm. vacation um on god country i want to uh mention yeah jeff shaw drew this story as mm-hmm. well um with awesome. uh, jason wordy and john j hill um so yeah like whenever you're you're done with you know those other oh, books yeah. of his I, w- I would say check this out again it's just six issues and it moves by pretty quickly so sweet yeah great stuff yeah i would i definitely want to keep going with the the three I, so there's the paybacks and what's the other one you mentioned the other day it's called crossover um crossover, it came yeah. out during the pandemic and it was kind of the a, a big shot in the arm for the um local comic shops mm. because um uh, man i don't want to spoil anything but like the idea of a crossover is you've got a bunch of characters coming together totally and then um that the last page of the first issue um is very has interesting orgy. has an orgy coming together absolutely yeah <laughs> just a full-on <laughs> white page <laughs> but um it, it 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 makes you like as you're reading it it makes you ask a question it's like how how can they get away with this mm, interesting um, but as you kind of like go through it you can kind of like pick up on some of the tricks like um well, you're reading the paybacks now, yeah. so if you look in the background, sometimes you see a character that looks like 
that character might be owned by a mm-hmm. particular company. They do and it's that. Like, yeah. well, how, how they do that? And he's like, <laughs> yeah. well, I'm not going to say anything. So, you know. We'll yeah, see. it's cool. It's kind of cheeky. They're getting away with yeah. it. I like it. Yeah. yeah. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, I'm, I'm excited to get through the paybacks and then uh, that other one and then uh, God Country and stuff. So yeah yeah mm-hmm. crossover uh that'd be Good fun stuff. to to keep going with those though because he's yeah he's been really great so far so mm-hmm. rad man uh yeah well also last week uh we had talked about another thing i think it was last week my my days have been all mixed up i had a really busy week sure uh but we were talking about the novel that i read for once upon a time in hollywood and you and yeah. i started to talk about other movies that were either made into novels or novels that were made into movies and one of them that we mentioned um i said i never really wanted to read and then every day since that record i was like man i kind of want to get that book so we had <laughs> we had talked about jurassic park the novel oh okay yeah and at the time, what I mentioned last week was that I, I heard it was a great book. My brother Danny, the one that got me so into movies and stuff, had read it back in the 90s, and he really liked it and the sequel, The Lost World. But I never really cared to read them because I, I fell in love with the movie so much, Jurassic Park, that I never – I felt like the story was complete for me. I didn't need it. I just never yeah. really you know, cared uh, to read the And novel. there are dinosaurs on you the screen. You see them. They try to open doors. <laughs> you don't have they to jump on it. countertops. Yeah. These dinosaurs have gone wild. <laughs> and it's like, that was so cool. And that movie holds up so well. I didn't really, you know, mm-hmm. need anything else. But um, for some reason, after we talked about it, I had I, finished Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, which was such an easy read. And I really liked it. I kept trying some other books and like just nothing sounded good. And so finally I went to a, we have a half price books, bookstores down here. And uh, so I found a paperback copy for like $4 of Jurassic Park. So I, I picked oh, it up. Yeah. I'm about a third of the way through it. They're, they're doing, it's, it's similar to the movie, but there are some changes, but they're, they're basically following the same trajectory where they're, they're doing the tour and it's starting to storm and stuff. So it's getting to some of the, the big action, I think, but, um, mm-hmm. it's really interesting. I will say it's, uh, especially since you, you don't read things without pictures. Uh, eventually mm-hmm. when I finish the book, I, I want to tell you some spoilers about it because it'll yeah. be interesting, I think, to know some of the backstories of things, um, or how they were changed. So it's one of the, it's kind of like once upon a time in Hollywood for me. And the fact that it's like alternate versions of characters or things, and it's like, you can make your own canon in your head, you know, oh, some of okay, the stuff's yeah. completely different. Like Alan Grant um, loves kids in the book um, and immediately <laughs> takes to Timmy. Yeah. And it Weird. makes sense okay. because he says he, 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 so Tim and the, the girl or their ages are switched. Tim is the older kid not the younger oh. kid. And then his, his little sister's like, like, I don't know, eight or something like that. He's like 11. Ellie. Um, Ellie. Yeah. No. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Ellie's, I thought Ellie was the, the Grant's like other doctor friend. Uh, yeah. Oh, you could be right. I don't remember the kid's name I just, now though. I remember the dinosaurs. That's, yeah. that's primarily what I remember. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, uh, the little girl, her name's like Lex or something. I think it's Lex. Yeah. Lex. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So they're, mm-hmm. they're similar. Like, and he, he loves dinosaurs, even though he's older, he loves dinosaurs. Um, he's the one into computers though. There's a few tweaks to it, whatever, but he's so into them. And then Grant immediately takes to him and is like talking to this kid. And it says, Grant loves kids because kids unabashedly love dinosaurs and Grant loves dinosaurs. And I was like, Oh, that actually makes a lot of sense. Um, but so that's like, obviously I go with the grant that I've seen and know and love and Sam Neill from the movie, 
But this is so. This is like totally different. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna combine that headcanon that he likes kids now all of a sudden, right? But yeah. other things, um, like when they meet Ian Malcolm, Jeff Goldblum's character, he's out of Austin, Texas, which surprised me. Hmm. I expected him. I he's not really like this, but I was like, is he gonna be like a Southern dude? Like, is he gonna be like a Texas drawled kind of dude? Mm-hmm. Um, he sounds pretty much the same. He dresses all in black. He's tall and lanky, but he's balding. So clearly not yep. uh, Jeff Goldblum, but he 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 talks the same. You can totally hear Jeff Goldblum in the in the book and everything if you want. Mm-hmm. Um, but I feel like the way that they've been able to expand some of the chapters and when they talk about things with the scientist and he explains the chaos theory that he was predicting all this time. I feel like in the movie, I've always been like, yeah, 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 I get it. I get it. But in the mm-hmm. book, I was like, oh, that's what he's saying. And it's like, <laughs> okay, I yeah. finally understand not chaos mm-hmm. theory for sure. That shit's wild. Mm-hmm. But I understand a little bit more uh, of what he's trying to portray with his theories about why the park was always destined to fail. And so that stuff's really helped me kind of see the the movie in a really good light um, and kind of explain some things or whatever. So uh, so some of it's been really cool. Like I said, I'm like a third in so far, but it's a really fast mm-hmm. read. I've only started it like two days ago. Um, and I just, every time I, every moment I can, I, the chapter is really short. So I'll just kind of sit down and read a chapter or two at a time if I have a, a second and then come back to it and then le- read bigger chunks of it and stuff. But, um, you know, it follows most of the same story. There's still Nedry, but he's like a graduate student. Um, so he, he still eats candy bars at his desk, but he's like, mm. he's not like a 30 or 40 year old man, you know? Um, yeah. they, they still have, uh, Arnold, I think, uh, is like still like a chain smoker. It's like uh, oh, yeah. Sam Jackson's character. Um, he's he pretty much sounds like that dude, you know. And so it's it's cool. Um, and I like I said, I never thought I would you know wanted to read it or whatever. But it's been really fun. I'm I'm excited to read it and then watch the movie, kind of see the differences and stuff. But mm-hmm. um, they have a lot more dinosaurs in the book. What I'll say that they have oh, the, instead of a triceratops that's sick that they go see on the on the trail, it's mm-hmm. a stegosaurus. Um, oh, casting so change in the, in the first movie you know you could have had the stegosauruses mm-hmm. uh, which are, are are really rad so yeah. um and they have like they're building it's it's interesting because they're building some of the stuff so they have an aviary for pterodactyls but we never see them um they're like building it so far so i'm like mm-hmm. things i've also noticed um the way that they'll talk about the cloning process with dr Wu, who's the actual like lead scientist with that talking to john hammond um, they have like whole chapters about the cloning process and how he wants to like introduce different features in the dinosaurs and make them less like dinosaurs and more like how we want them to be. And I'm Interesting. like, Oh, this is like Jurassic world stuff. Yeah. Uh, like yeah. stuff that I thought Jurassic world was coming to the table brand new. And it's like, some mm-hmm. of it's good. Some of it's bad. When they get into fallen kingdom, it's like, what the fuck are you mm-hmm. doing? Um, yeah. so far there's nothing quite that far out there yet in this but i was like oh the seeds of this have been in the book the whole time i just never knew so even jurassic Mm -hmm. world i feel like is gonna be an interesting rewatch because it'll be informed by some of the stuff like oh they were always planning on tweaking the dinosaurs um Mm -hmm. like one of my main complaints for jurassic world is just like why after like 20 years or whatever 10 years that they've been open like why do they have to make the indominus rex like why do they have to like create new dinosaurs people are bored with dinosaurs how could they possibly be bored and in Mm. this first book he's like the dinosaurs aren't aren't they don't move like we thought they were going to lumber they're faster than we thought they were going to be we should slow them down we should make them more docile more domesticated and Mm. john hammond is like no we need to make them real people want to see real dinosaurs and 
Wu is thinking about this stuff the whole time. So like it's a natural mm-hmm. step that he would combine them, you know, later on. Yeah. And like tweak the shit out of them and like name them after, you know, the Pepsi Cola Dominus Rex or whatever. Like it <laughs> yeah. feels like, oh, this was all there. And uh, mm-hmm. so that's been really fascinating to me, kind of mm-hmm. accepting the Jurassic World series even more. Like I still don't think I'm going to like Fallen Kingdom, but it, mm-hmm. I, I'm even excited to rewatch that after this book and be like, oh, did they bring any more ideas into that? You know, mm-hmm. um, so yeah, it's think- been cool that way. Do you think the Shasta Cola version of a like branded dinosaur would be like would be like a bearded dragon with a bat wing stapled to its back? <laughs> It'd be something that, like us poor people. We'd be like, oh, look at this oh, one. Man. This one's so cool looking. I bet it's real. <laughs> that is such a fantastic like I can just picture it, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, that would bring mm-hmm. the people in. What know? kind of dinosaur is this? It's called a. <laughs> A Shasta Bubasaurus. Okay. Oh, wow. Cool. Here's my 45 cents. You've oh. done it. <laughs> it's like, an, I imagine like an old timey show. It's like on mm-hmm. the dock from, from Costa Rica out to the island. They're like, no, come to our island. We've got this <laughs> yeah. boat and it's got all yeah. kinds of dinosaurs. Come on the Shasta boat, you know? <laughs> yeah. It's just like sinking into the water as they're telling you like water spouts are like coming out of it. Just like shooting through the boat. Yeah. Oh man. Mm-hmm. What a look. That's awesome. Well, I'm, yeah. I'm looking forward to uh, hearing your full review of it. Mm-hmm. Once you, you read everything because sure. uh, I'll be honest with you. If I was ever tempted to read a book, it's going to be one that has dinosaurs in it. You know well, there you go. Is Mr. DNA in this book? That's the biggest addition in the movie that they made so well. That was weird, homie. It's a weird Mr. tune. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> you really perfected those notes. Well, I was looking at these Jones Cola labels with uh, mm. Goatsy on it, so you oh, know, yeah. I hadn't like fully tuned myself after seeing that. You know. <laughs> yeah, there's so they go through they go through that same kind of tour, but mm-hmm. they talk to the scientists a lot more. There's like almost like a few mm. chapters of that I feel, and so that you get that's where you get some of the chaos theory talk and. And mm-hmm. kind of what they're doing. And it's more just like Dr. Wu is just telling them about how they do the DNA mm-hmm. sequencing and replace segments that are missing and blah, blah, blah. And I was mm-hmm. really looking forward to uh, to hearing, like, the to reading how they were going to do Mr. DNA. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then to have him not be there, I was like, oh, man, well, I guess it wouldn't have been mm-hmm. fun to, like, read about a cartoon DNA strand. But he's yeah, super cool in the movie, so I was really looking he forward is. to it. Yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah. Those are all creative. I, I like that they did that. Yeah. Um, Doctor Wu, do you think that's his first name and his last name is Tanklin? <laughs> so it's Doctor Wu Tanklin. That's probably right, right? That's probably right. Yeah, you're probably right. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. I thought so. I thought it was on to something. I yeah, so, I think yeah. you are. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. And I would see a dinosaur that they produced. Oh my god! Mm-hmm. Can you imagine? That would be pretty rad. I imagine. Yeah. We call this the Jizzosaurus. Wait, what? <laughs> He's all white, just like that Adamus yeah. Rex. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy! Yeah, but it's been a, it's been a fun read. Yeah, so I'll definitely you know mention it again in a few weeks mm-hmm. or whatever whenever I finish it. But uh, yeah, and, and let you know some of the changes and stuff. But uh, so far, so good, mm-hmm. man. It's cool. That's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. Are you gonna if this one is good? Are you gonna go to um, the Lost what's World? That, what's the second one called? The Lost World. Mm-hmm. There we go. I think so. Mm-hmm. And it, I'm actually I haven't seen those movies. 
the sequels to Jurassic Park in a long time. So, mm-hmm. uh, besides the Jurassic World movies, so um, I remember Jurassic Park two, or the Lost World, Jurassic Park, whatever. I remember it being like okay, uh, but yeah. I think the book is quite different from what I remember uh, hearing about it. So mm-hmm. I'm intrigued yep. to read that one. That sounds. I think once I finish this one, I'm gonna like. I want to read that one. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I've, I feel like the movie I've seen the most outside of like owning them mm. is Jurassic Park three, because this fucking thing is on TV all the time. <laughs> That's I don't know why. Just the raptors. Alan, Alan. Oh, it's so hey, weird. Wake up. You want peanuts or pretzels? He's <laughs> <laughs> on a plane. Yeah, that's true. Um, yeah, yeah. And I saw recently, like earlier this week, that a um, a storyboard artist for Jurassic Park three. I don't know if you saw this mm-hmm. or not. Oh, oh my god! I almost texted you, um, <laughs> but you got to save it for the show. Yeah. Um, he had uh, storyboarded a scene in Jurassic Park three. <laughs> <laughs> he storyboarded a scene where a raptor hops on a motorcycle oh, I heard about and, that. and rides it off a cliff. <laughs> I heard about that because I was like, oh, it's like the raptor's riding with him on the motorcycle with Owen in Jurassic World. Uh, uh-huh. And I was like, oh, maybe that's where they pulled that from. But imagine an actual raptor getting on a motorcycle. Oh, could you imagine if it had a sidecar, like another one gets in and like, puts goggles on? <laughs> A little like compies in there with the yeah. goggles and a helmet, and as they're going over the cliff, the raptor goes, "Helen!" <laughs> what a wild what, movie, seriously. man! Seriously, and that was uh, Joe Johnston, I think. Yes, yeah. yeah, man, who's done some of the my favorite movies with The Rocketeer and uh, Captain America: First Avenger and stuff. Yeah, um, yeah. Man, yeah, what a wild... I, I That's the thing, is I know that Spielberg did the second one, like, directed it. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. And then, like, he's passing the reins to that third one, but it really just went off the rails. I, I am intrigued to watch those two again. Um, and I guess I'm going to watch Fallen Kingdom someday again. But, yeah. Uh, Maybe for the third one coming out, finally, you know? Um, mm-hmm. Dominion or whatever. Yeah. It sounds like it's just a wild, wild ride. And some of it's good, some of it's bad, but... Um, those first two in the series, I really like. Just Jurassic World, mm-hmm. or Jurassic Park and Jurassic World. Yeah. So far, so good. When I went to go see F9 in theaters, I thought I was supposed to get the uh, Jurassic World Dominion trailer ahead of it, but I guess that's IMAX only or something like oh, that. that sucks. So I didn't get it, but then um, I almost immediately forgot about it when I the movie started, and I almost lost my mind with... With F9? Fast and Furious. Yeah. Just, like, insanity. Yeah. But holy shit. <laughs> holy I, shit. I am really looking forward to watching that eventually. Everyone should. Yeah. Everyone should. Even my uh, I feel like, well, you know how I feel about old people, you know? <laughs> that might be in the outtakes. I don't know. I don't, I don't know anymore. But, uh, but yeah, like, I feel like most people are, like, if not on board, like, uh, with the understanding that, mm-hmm. like, oh, these movies are insanity. So let's just have fun. Yeah. And that's all it is, you know? So. At this point, for sure. Yeah. I mean, you really uh, just mm-hmm. lean into it. Uh, be like me, mm-hmm. you know, resist, resist it until you you can't anymore, and then just give in to that sweet, sweet action. Mm-hmm. Family. Yeah, yeah. Just open yourself Quarter up, miles. like goatsy, and yeah, yeah. <laughs> Throw some nos in your booty and <laughs> shoot for the stars. Yeah, chase it down with a Corona beer. Yep, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that's the way to do it. Or, or like Budweiser at the end of Fate of the Furious. That was weird. But then like. 
I guess yeah. Budweiser owns Corona, so that was like oh, okay. Give a little little bit to the the the, the main brand, I guess. Mm-hmm. No, I was going to ask you uh, without spoilers if you can. I had heard that b- the feud, Batman is in it. Okay, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> Confirming. <laughs> yes, he's, he's been holding it. it in for a while. I know. Um, Val Kilmer's back, what? and he's fatter than before. <laughs> Uh, Val Keller has a, a documentary coming out. Did you hear about that? Called Val? No. Called Val? Called Val, yeah. I get, yeah, Val Kilmer, you know. Yeah. Is it about Will of Fortune? And he's like, yeah, it's all, gonna buy it's not about a him Val? <laughs> no, he has, uh, he, had, like, he has like throat cancer, so he talks through his throat oh. now. I didn't realize. Well, I take back what I said I, about well, him. <laughs> that's like, the thing. Val, I know you listen to the show. Yeah, big I'm fan. just having fun. Big you fan. Know? I know you've lost weight. Uh, <laughs> You're, but you're, no, you're I watched good. a trailer for it. It looks pretty rad. Apparently, he is like a big, big home videoist, videographer. He has yeah. carried like throughout the eight, like the eighties through now. Like he used to always have video cameras on set, so he has like, like tons and like boxes and boxes and boxes of tapes that he made with like all of his co-stars and friends throughout all of these movies. And uh, apparently, he's like a genuinely like good dude, and all these guys oh. like him. And so he made like a documentary about his life. Uh, that's like premiering at like con and stuff. Um, but it looks like pretty rad. Con! <laughs> um, what was the other thing we were talking about though? Jurassic Park. There's something else with it that I was like, I wanted to go back and rewatch something and you were saying something, but I don't know. Val Kilmer's in it. F9, F9. Okay. The yeah, feud right. with, uh, Vin Diesel and the rock that you hear so much about. Um, I just heard about this. I heard they mm-hmm. like squashed their beef a while back mm. as if it were a smash burger. And now here they are reinflating it. Ugh. I don't think so. Come on, guys. Yeah. So yeah, it's I don't like, know. I feel like it's fake. I don't know why. I just feel like it's all like for the publicity of the movie for some reason. Uh, mm-hmm. Maybe they are. They both just have big egos and they're fighting about whatever. But the last I heard was a rumor that The Rock, this was going to be his last Fast and Furious movie. And uh, no spoilies. I didn't know if that was obvious from this movie. Like, oh, I didn't know, like, if he dies or whatever, but uh, oh, no, or does his own thing. But apparently he was like, I'm not fucking doing this anymore. So I'd be intrigued to see, you know, if he comes back now. So, Uh, no, like, there's no I'll just be up front. There's no rock involvement in F9. What? There's no rock involvement in F9? No, he's not. He's not. In this, he's not an F nine at all. No, no uh. Uh-uh. So I don't know, like, why they're. So then I'm really confused. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I thought they were like, "This is his last one." That's interesting. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So maybe he there's was like, "F eight was my last one" or something. There's a like a mid credit scene. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's a post credit scene. It's something like after the credits yeah, yeah. where there's something, but he's not in that. Hmm. Interesting. Well, then, yeah, I don't know. Uh, I also saw a thing though. After I saw that, they were like the most profitable mo- profitable movies of the Fast franchise have The Rock in them, um, mm-hmm. or like profitable and like best rated of the movies or whatever. All of The Rock in them, and I thought that was really interesting because mm-hmm. he's obviously a huge juggernaut of a star. So yeah, um, and, and Vin Diesel is too, but mm-hmm. I feel like The Rock has this universal appeal, and he just seems like a a really nice dude that people really gravitate <laughs> towards. And so yeah, yeah, you'd want him there. I, I feel like. The same thing has been said of Vin Diesel. They seem like two of the nicest mm, people yeah. that like really genuinely love their fans. But then for whatever reason, it's just like oil and water. They just like butt heads. Yeah. You know, but bald heads. Yeah. You know, well, mm-hmm. us baldies do that. You know, we got to 
I guess display so. your dominance. I'm I'm really into that, obviously too. You know, I'm really into the muscles and mm-hmm. the bald head and stuff. So I get it. Like I'm I'm totally just like them um, mm-hmm. stars. You know, they're just like us. So <laughs> that's what I hear. Yeah, mm-hmm. I've read it a few times. R e d d i t. That's right. Yeah. Well, a couple of times. That's probably where I saw the news. Probably. So you can take it with a grain of salt. It's probably not true. <laughs> well, do you want to get into the main topic then? I believe so. Excellent. Mm-hmm. Uh, already, this episode is going to surpass the runtime of this movie because um, they one hundred percent. Yeah, they're mm-hmm. they're really short, which I love. They're just so fast, both of the the first and the second one. But uh, a quiet mm-hmm. place, kind too. of furious. Yeah, kind of furious. You can say that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I didn't want to spoil anything yet, but since we're getting into it, spoilers. You know, we're heavy, coming in hot. Uh, the Rock is mm-hmm. in this one. Yeah, it's pretty amazing. Absolutely. Yeah. He is. He shows up. He plays the earth. <laughs> He's pissed off, and he sent in lawnmowers after all of oh you. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. It's finally happening. The happening. Wow. Mm-hmm. He, he might have been able to elevate that. And you got Marky mm-hmm. Mark in there, but could mm-hmm. use the Rocky Rock. Look, when your name is The Rock, yeah. you have earth-based powers. We all understand Obviously. this. We could have seen the forest for the trees, mm-hmm. but the forest and the trees. Turns out they were both rocks. <laughs> They're all the rock. Ah! <laughs> um, but yeah, the rock is not in a quiet place too. But uh, a lot of no. really good people are, and I, mm-hmm. I think I had that up so that I could. No, I don't. So I'll go ahead and pull mm-hmm. that info up so I can mention who's all involved with this. Okay. But uh, do you well, want to talk about the story and stuff or whatever? Uh, while you're doing that, I'm, I want to say uh, spoilers for this movie. Yeah. If you haven't seen it, it is now streaming on Paramount+. Plus. It might be in your local movie theater as well, whichever direction you want to go with that. Um, but, uh, yeah, so this movie picks up directly after mm. the first one. Uh, kind of, sort of. This, uh, like yeah. I said, there's, there's spoilers for this, but uh, there is a flashback sequence in this movie oh, at the very beginning. So good. First, first 12 minutes has a uh, sequence with director slash writer john krasinski mm-hmm. a spaghetti uh it's like a polish name i don't know i, know. I don't know <laughs> yeah krasinski's the classic italian name <laughs> yeah come on now do a krasinski's Wait. we have a pepperoni piece stanley tucci's his brother-in-law what really that's what it said on wikipedia which we know is true stanley tucci classic italian well stanley tucci that's what i'm saying for you, him right yeah Mm-hmm. You got it. Mm-hmm. Um, it. He is the brother of Emily Blunt. <laughs> yep, that is true. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder, yeah, so I'm like, who, uh, it does, Christine Tucci. Who is he married to that he would, oh, Felicity Blunt is his F- wife. Oh, okay. So it is and her Felicity. sister, seems like. Interesting. Okay. Well, that all tracks. That's wild. I wonder how they all met and stuff. Hmm, interesting. Um, Maybe they haven't, you know? Yeah, so yeah, Krasinski back to direct this one and mm-hmm. and write it, I think, right? Yeah, and he wrote this one. Yes. Uh-huh. Um, mm-hmm. I think he was like part of a writing, like he co-wrote the first one, if I remember right. I think so, yeah, yeah. and he directed that one. Yeah, Brian and Woods. Then he oh, had an yeah, I- Woods and Beck. Those guys are cool. Um they wrote something else together too, but I think they they had this like a spec script, and then he kind of rewrote the quiet a quiet place. But uh, yeah, he's handling like all of the ones for the second one, and then his wife um, uh, Emily Blunt, like we talked about, mm-hmm. is is also back in this, and then the kids yeah. too, uh, Millicent Simmons and Noah Jupe. 
I guess. Yes. Mm -hmm. uh, man, they were good in the first one, but they yeah. really both stepped it up in this one. I, I heard really good things about it uh, mm -hmm. leading into watching this one, but, man, they were awesome. Um, yeah. um, so I watched this in a weird way. Mm -hmm. I told you this over text. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Um, what, one other thing I want to point out is uh, in the flashback sequence, they they're um, uh, uh, spoilers for this movie and for the first one. Though, if you haven't, yeah. like, why are you listening to this? If you haven't, totally, if you haven't totally. seen the, you know, we did an episode on that. Whatever the case, um, the little kid that gets um, eaten uh, in the mm. first movie, uh, in this movie, since it's a flashback, but that kid would have like aged up beyond like looking mm. proper. Um, I guess that original kid's younger brother oh. plays his role in this movie that's pretty rad which when i was reading the wikipedia article on it i had to like in my head i was like doing the like red string <laughs> thing yeah. so i was just I, I don't i don't understand what this this means like i misread the sentence eight times nice <laughs> then i went back and read it properly like a normal human mm -hmm. and i was like oh okay i get it yeah um but yeah otherwise uh everyone uh the short, the small cast, yeah, yeah, returns. small cast, and uh, they reprise their roles. Yeah, for yeah, the for sure. Part. And then uh, um, we got a yeah. newcomer as well. And mm -hmm. I meant to look up his name to actually know how to say it because I always question myself. But well, how do you how do you say his name? S there, there are two new people. Yes, who both, both have crazy <laughs> names. <laughs> the other one I'm for Americans. For at. Americans, yeah. one's one's an Irish guy, one's mm -hmm. a, an African guy, right? Yeah. So Cillian Murphy is how I've heard it pronounced. Okay. Cillian. Mm -hmm. It just sounds yeah. so Cillian. You know? A spaghetti. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, Jaiman Hansu is Jaiman in this movie Hansu. as well. Mm -hmm. I read that Bright <laughs> Digimon <laughs> Digital Hansu is in this movie. And then uh, I heard that Brian Tyree Henry from Atlanta mm. and Kong vs. Godzilla, he's the like podcaster conspiracy guy, yeah, yeah. Uh, was originally supposed to have his role, uh. but he had like something else that interfered with the schedule, so he had to bow out. And then... Uh, yeah. Yeah. Digimon Hansu <laughs> stepped in. I didn't know Digital Hansu was what he was supposed to be in this movie <laughs> until he showed up. I was really excited. <laughs> yeah, I know. It is a nice surprise. Like yeah. whenever somebody shows up and you're like, oh, he's got to have a big, thick role in this, right? Well, yeah. oh, we'll yeah. see. Uh -oh. Again, spoilers for this. Um, um, yeah, yeah, for sure. But it's still a small, really small cast overall. I mean, they, yeah. they expand the world for sure, and that's really rad in this movie. Mm. But uh, overall, to kind of keep you know the main the main people we already know. And like you said, they do mm -hmm. that flashback. But then right after that, you had told me it'd be good to watch them back to back. I didn't get a chance to watch A Quiet Place again before I watched this one. But it really mm -hmm. does start off like they literally like leave the scene from the last movie. And they start walking, so, and I was like, oh, shit, I really wish I would have watched that. Yeah, and you're familiar enough with A Quiet Place. You've seen it multiple times yeah. at this point, right? Okay, so I watched them both. However, I did it in linear order. So, okay. and, and I had, this is the second time I've seen A Quiet Place Part 2. Uh -huh. So um, we watched it, like, a couple weekends ago or whatever. Gotcha. Um, and then, so I knew that first 12 minutes was like the furthest back in the timeline. Mm -hmm. So what I did is I queued it up on my Apple TV. I had this on Paramount Plus, and then I had uh, the old one on my iTunes, and I would just like double click the home button to like switch over. So I watched the first 12 minutes of Quiet Place Part 2, and then like I clicked over to uh, watch the entirety of A Quiet Place, the first one, oh, yeah. the OG. And then once that was done, and she like cocks the gun, I jumped back oh. to A Quiet Place Part awesome. 2. 
Also has the like gun cocking in there. Mm-hmm. Ooh, sexy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then it just like plays out for the rest of the movie. Mm-hmm. So it was a kind of a, a unique way to watch it oh, because I like that. when you watch them back to back as their whole movies, you've got like a little bit of extra John Krasinski sprinkled in. Mm-hmm. Whereas if you do it the way that I did it, the um, the L task cut, let's say. Yep. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. Canon. That's registered trademark. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do. Do not steal this. <laughs> no one's ever had this idea before. Um, I was like, the fact then, that anybody would steal anything from us. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? First of all, they'd have to listen yeah. actively, Number one. acknowledge it, and then just like do what we say. Totally. So it's not going to happen. Yeah. Also, LTAS scan in, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, uh, but yeah, you don't have any like John Krasinski to like, like after he's dead in the first mm-hmm. one, that's just like it. Yeah, you don't yeah, have yeah, him you. sprinkled back in to like kind of warm your heart, mm-hmm. you know? In the the beginning of the second movie, but um, that's a cool can, way to watch just, it, though. I like that. Yeah, um, yeah. Either way, that that flashback. Um, what it, I had heard about it, I knew a little bit mm-hmm. about that. That was coming. It wasn't like a surprise to me. Um, right. But yeah. when it happened, I was like so pumped for it. And I, Amanda didn't know mm-hmm. she was watching it with me, and um, uh, that too. I would say like I was. I started it. She was tired. She had to fly out this morning for work. And um, she ended up staying for the, the whole movie because she was so into mm-hmm. it because she likes the first one mm-hmm. a lot, too. But um, but yeah, I was like, I think this is like day one. I think this is like it's, it's like the start. And then it fucking just oh, just it just goes so fast. And mm-hmm. to watch it all like you still don't really get a whole lot of idea about what happened. Yeah, but it's just so fast that the world crumbles. And mm-hmm. uh, man, what a, an exciting opening scene, you know, the both movies run at about like an hour and 30 something minutes and then you know if you take credits out of the equation that's less than an hour and a half each Mm -hmm. so you're looking at like to watch both of them back to back it's like three hours time if that you know yeah so So it's not like a huge time commitment and yeah it it really like has a nice pace to it Mm -hmm. even though it's a very quiet movie and it will like let the characters like live in their um uh just like you get to watch the the characters live their their lives mm-hmm. and all that stuff. Um, it, it moves at a really good clip, so they really do a great job with pacing. And then like the audio, Ugh, the like what they so do good. with the audio is incredible. The editing, it's incredible. Yeah, the way that they would do. There's a in that opening scene. There was one in particular that I I just it just floored me so much. The um, the mom and it's like somebody crashes. The mom and the son crash and the sons crash. Mm-hmm. And the dad and the daughter were trying to get away on the truck and it's like right past him and the daughter gets out and then like John Krasinski, I think, like runs up behind her and when it shows her, everything's silent and the second he like yeah. grabs her, the sound kicks on. Yeah. And it's so jarring. Like it's so good for that moment because the whole mm-hmm. scene is so jarring and so like there's so much action, there's so much going on with these aliens attacking and, or whatever these things are, right? They're attacking mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, it was the editing of that of the sound in both movies is just and the way they use silence and stuff is so, so fucking good mm-hmm. it's rad there's a, a point in this movie where um she's like gone out and she uh, cillian murphy tracks her down and they have their little like interaction she wakes up that next morning and mm-hmm. her hearing aid is gone and as she's like waking up uh the and realizes that it's gone the like yes. the score and the sound like cut out so it's just like entirely silent and the way they use that and then you know she walks outside and she's thinks that he left her there mm-hmm. um when he shows back up and hands her the the hearing aid the sound kicks back on and 
it's just man it's just incredible how they do that like i love comics and i love like how comics can tell a story Mm -hmm. but this really shows what movies and film can do for telling a story like yeah utilizing sound that you're not getting from yet another medium and stuff Mm -hmm. they use it in a way like everything obviously with from the music to in, in any movie the music and dialogue all that stuff you know is different than like reading it but the way that they actually play with your senses in this is so interesting and uh, and casting like a a real deaf actress you know in that role yeah. and everything it's just it's just cool that it's like inclusive and it's like utilizing the story mm-hmm. in a unique way and that kind of world where you need to be quiet like that's just such an interesting idea mm-hmm. um and I thought I don't remember watching the trailer for this in a long long time so I don't remember yeah. everything that I felt but I will say I the whole time we were watching this I expected Cillian Murphy to be a horrible dude and I kept yep. waiting for him to change and I was so glad that he's a good dude um, yeah hey right mm-hmm. you know what you could say I hear there's a super character <laughs> that's also like that it's weird that people respond well to like just good dudes um, and I don't mean that like to be gendered like women can be good dudes you know you don't have to have oh, a yeah. specific gender in place or whatever but like just like genuine good people mm-hmm. responded to well you know yeah but then they're just like oh no Superman he's gotta like <laughs> snap some dudes dead he's gotta be cool dude <laughs> Yeah, I keep waiting for him anyway. to snap a neck, you know, Cillian Murphy, too. It never <laughs> happened. I thought that was what good dudes do, you know? Yeah, yeah. yeah he shows up, snaps someone's neck. Yeah. Like one of the kids. All right, let's go. Wait, what? You just snapped their yeah. neck. <laughs> just make another one. Don't replace it. It's fine. Um, but yes, yeah. Yeah, I, I felt the same way, and you know, the first time I watched it, and then watching it through a second time, knowing mm-hmm. that he is simply just a good dude. Um it i don't know it just it works for me like the whole oh, yeah. the whole thing it holds up the second time um for whatever reason my wife did not like this sequel oh really she likes the first one a lot huh. the sequel she didn't like and i was like i why and the the best she could tell me is that she thought it was all going to be a flashback story of like how it how everything happened but oh. i was like it's called a quiet place part 2 is the second part not point five? Like there's a little bit of a flashback. Yeah. yeah. Like, I don't know. I, I I couldn't quite piece it together. Um, she asked me if I I liked it better or just as much as the first mm-hmm. one, and I I couldn't quite answer that. And I feel like where I'm at right now is I feel like I'm watching a really really good television show where it's just a good series. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Like yeah. I, I wouldn't say one episode is better than the other. It I just like, like all works as as a part of a whole unit i think yeah and I, I agree with that and i think it'll as far as i know they're they're moving towards a, a third one and it seems like the mm-hmm. story could just you know keep going I, I don't know if it'll be like a trilogy with like a an ending story or how they'll play that out but i feel like we're still in the middle of this story as well and mm-hmm. the first movie like works as its own i feel like this one does too but they really do work as a, a cohesive whole and uh i really hope that they keep going with them because i love this world and I like that the first one starts off so small with just this one family on a farm. The second one, they like, they're like the first, seemingly the first humans that are like fighting back um, and mm-hmm. finding out a way to to harm these things. And like the way, you know, they meet this like this good guy um, that they like are old neighbors with and kind of new and stuff. Which I thought again, not just he would be a bad dude. I thought he was going to be a, like a, a loner that they didn't know. They just kind of come mm-hmm. across on the road. 
And then when he shows up in that first scene on the in the baseball stands with John Krasinski, I was like, oh, they know this guy. That's interesting. So like it all mm-hmm. kind of played against my perceptions of what it was going to be, but in a great way, as opposed to your wife Ezekiel, you know, um, mm-hmm. bad viewpoint of this movie. Tell her it's bad. Um, <laughs> yeah, she knows. She knows. <laughs> but um, they, you know, they come across that like marauding band of of evil guys that like try to to take them and everything, and um, that seems like the natural from what we've seen like zombie apocalypse things and like the walking dead or whatever that seems like kind of what mm-hmm. would happen unfortunately yeah. and um and it's cool like i liked how it was played out like i didn't need a lot of backstory for those people either there no. i just expect that they're there and then they were and like mm-hmm. the whole way that the story goes and like that they get to the radio station all that stuff and they play this thing like it all just seemed like exactly where i would have wanted to go if i just let them the, yeah. the story play out like they did everything i kind of wanted from it so mm-hmm. yeah i think it was great yeah i I wonder if the movie being based in a reality where any noise that's made can be heard by these like killer alien creatures or whatever benefits an interaction like that. You know, like if that weren't the case and it was just like, I don't know, it it just wasn't that. If when Cillian Murphy, he meets (laughs) that guy's uh, character's name in the movie is Marine Man. Mm-hmm. Uh, when he meets Marine Man, if they'd have like a long conversation about who they are, what they're doing, all this stuff. But we really don't need that. We just know that society has crumbled and people have like split off yeah. into these different groups for survival and who knows what else. I don't know what he was going to do with mm. that poor little girl, but luckily it didn't come down to it. I also like that in the original flashback where Cillian Murphy learns about the dive gesture, how that came back to play, you know, for that particular scene that worked really well. Um, Also uh, in the flashback scene where Emily Blunt's uh, character tells her son to just breathe, that plays into the end of the movie as well, Mm -hmm. where, you know, he's, he's going to freak out. Um, Yeah. Yeah. And they feel, I feel like in the, in different hands that could feel kind of contrived. That would feel like, well, why did he talk about diving earlier on like it could feel stupid almost but mm-hmm. it made sense in the context of that scene i didn't think it would come back and then when it does mm-hmm. for one like if if he didn't know that sign language at all if they just had never shown that scene in the beginning and he just wanted to, to explain to her to dive in the water mm-hmm. that's mm-hmm. probably like that's kind of a natural motion what you, what do. you do right yeah. but i feel like if you didn't have that and you knew sign language you'd be like well why does he know the sign for that that's weird you know like you'd almost have to people would complain about not being explained and then it's like the way it plays out, it's like, oh, that's so cool. You know, there's like a callback to this thing you saw earlier that seems so innocuous, you know, in a different context with like baseball and diving into the dirt versus the water. And it's like, oh, that totally works for me. Like I was I'm on board for that kind of storytelling. I, I feel like it's tight. It's tight, you know, Toit. Um, and it, it makes sense to me. And it's it, with mm-hmm. especially with trying to make a story so fast and not linger on things and really just keep the story momentum going and keep these movies short. Mm-hmm. you got to pack a lot of that in. And I, I feel these movies are really smart, um, which I really like, too. I like the characters mm-hmm. seem smart. The way that they were in the first movie with the farm, the way they did the lights strung up, the the. Mm-hmm. What are they putting sand or, or like flour or whatever it is to like walk on mm-hmm. and stuff and like marking the floorboards like all that stuff seemed really cool and then Silly and Murphy is doing the same thing like he has those chambers that are like soundproof but he knows yeah. he only he has like a timer for it he has the towel set up so they don't bang and also he can get out like it all yeah. seemed like so smart <clears throat> that they're like really mm-hmm. thinking about things and every time I thought oh god that's so clever that's so clever that's so clever so many times mm-hmm. about this movie. Um, 
that I, I really enjoyed those those moments, you know, and you don't have to linger on mm-hmm. them. You're like, oh, that's cool. And you just go. You just keep going. You know, do you have to? Do you have to? Do you have to let it linger? You know, <laughs> classic question. Um, yeah. the, I was a little bit confused, uh, especially the first time. Still a little bit the second time mm-hmm. about the the watch in that chamber. I understand that they wanted to like time like how much they could breathe in there mm-hmm. once it, it was closed. But like. It's really not going to do you a lot of good if the if the like weird like alien character like, creature or whatever is in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like I don't know. Well, I feel like at the time though, like the aliens didn't even know that thing was really down there. It was mm-hmm. just like a quiet thing, and it's really like the kid, a quiet place, <laughs> you might say. <laughs> the kid had like been, had gone upstairs like an idiot, yeah, and then kind of lured them down there, you know. What a piece of shit, idiot kid. Can we kid. just talk about that fucking kid? The daughter's kid. rad. She's an action star. Yeah. She's great. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. That kid, though, fucking... He was the one in the, in the first movie that way, too. He was the one that, like, caused the alien to come towards the truck that, like, John Krasinski had to, like, get out of the... You know, like... Mm-hmm. I feel like that, that, that was the same kid that, like, was causing all the issues, you know? Mm-hmm. All the time. Yeah. Besides the little yeah. guy who got murdered... Rightfully so, because yeah. he was loud as fuck. Obviously, you know. Yeah. Number one. I think, you know. Number two. You know what? I'm just I'm just going to abandon that. There's no... <laughs> I can't. I can't. You know what I like, I though? Can't, can't <laughs> they went to that... In the, in the flashback, it's the same store that they were, they were in in the first movie. And it shows, like, the shelf with that toy. Like, the... Mm-hmm the space shuttle toy and everything and i was like oh my yeah. god it's like the same fucking store this is like a tiny town it's totally yeah. made totally makes sense um yeah i i just really like the the world building in this i think is really good i think so too um i did notice the when i watched the movies together and the first movie she takes she removes like the sound chip or, or cuts the sound cable from that little shuttle when she like runs away mm-hmm. goes to the bridge and like puts a little like she has the shuttle light up, but she leaves it at the, um, gotcha. the little kid's, like, um, what do you call that? The little, like, cross yeah. epitaph-looking thing on the bridge? <laughs> what do you got taken? cross? I don't know. Cross? That lowercase T? Uh, yeah, lowercase <laughs> T. Um, yeah. That's a good rap name, I think. Oh, it was, like, yeah. Ice T, you know? Lowercase, lowercase T. T. Um, she leaves it there, but then in the sequel, it's not there. So I'm like, oh, does this play into something? Mm. And it's, no. No. <laughs> it's, no. Somebody just found it. Yeah. Like, oh, cool. Yeah. This thing lights yeah, up. It's not. Yeah. What if the, they, <laughs> didn't really take me out of the, the movie like the, the first time I watched uh-huh. it. But, you know, when you watch them back to back, that is like a thing that happens that they like the camera shows up close. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That is not there in the, the sequel. But, you know, maybe a squirrel ran off with it or something. Well, did, you, you did, did you stay until after the credits in the second movie? Because there's that scene. I don't spoil anything for anybody, but it shows one of the mm-hmm. alien creatures playing with it. And he's like, <laughs> did you see that? Uh, I did not. I'll, I'll go back and watch rewatch it. that. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I think he just I'll really liked it. He likes the lights. You know, they're, they're people too. <laughs> they, even though they're blind, he had glasses on yeah. with like tape in the, the center because yeah. they wanted you to know that he's a, a child, but also mm-hmm. a bullied child. Yeah. He's yeah, kind yeah. of a nerd. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cause it, well, I, again, I don't want to spoil it, but at the end, someone's like, Hey, four eyes. And he, mm-hmm. yeah. So I don't even have two eyes. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> and then he looks at a really bright iPad screen and mm-hmm. it just burns. That's why they can't see, actually. 
they they had iPad technology, but it was like yeah. just like juiced way up on the yeah. <laughs> on the screen definition. Um, so the uh, when the kid gets uh, the the boy the boy mm-hmm. child, I don't know anyone's names. I know that's in these movies. Yeah. Um, I know the the characters have names. Like the Emily Blunt's character's name is like Evelyn, I I believe. Um, but the 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 kid the Marcus <laughs> I did it again. Marcus, um, when he steps on that fucking bear trap, oh holy shit! Ooh, his screams I for- seem so yeah. real, right? Oh, yeah, that that was some pretty good. Maybe his method. He's like, they throw my fucking leg in that bear <laughs> my trap. My parents said it's cool. They signed off on it. Yeah, they don't care. I just can't work past five. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, yeah that was, gnarly. like, so intense. I, I forgot about it the second time. I forgot oh, he steps really? in that bear trap. Yeah, oh. and then when it happened, I was like, oh, shit. Yeah, that's right. Oh, God. It's and it's happening. The way that she is, uh, as playing a mom in this situation, like, trying to protect her kids and herself and everything, um, mm-hmm. it's so heartbreaking to see her, like, just, like, trying to, like, put her mouth over, or her hand over his mouth and trying to just mm-hmm. be like, baby, like, please, like, you can't do this. And they're just, they're, they're literally just, like, sitting ducks waiting mm-hmm. for you know if he's gonna keep screaming and they can't move him uh the mm-hmm. aliens are coming and then they do that whole way that that scene plays out with you know Cillian and murphy's like hideout and then you find out i kept being like well, why isn't he helping them you know but it's like yeah. until they kill it he says like in the next scene like i've never seen anybody kill one i've never seen a dead one before yeah. and mm-hmm. it's like oh like he he's so scared like he can't help anybody and then they do it, and then he's like, "Oh shit! Like I can, I can rescue them now, you know." And um, yeah. the way it all just plays out, I thought again, it's just so smart. Like it plays kind of with and against your expectations sometimes, mm-hmm. um, and in a really great way. But that that scene is brutal. That kid, ugh, and she has to like open yeah. it, and he fucking loses it again and screams every. Ugh, gross. Yeah. I really thought that as I was like watching the movie the the first time. Because, like you, I had watched the trailer back in, like, 2020 or whatever, like, early 2020 <laughs> yeah. when it was supposed to come out. And I just, like, watched it once, and I didn't really remember a whole lot of, like, what the story beats in it were. Yeah. Um, or, like, any of the scenes outside of, like, I knew Cillian Murphy was going to be mm-hmm. in it. Um, so when the the son, he gets his leg in the trap, and then she has to go out to, like, get medication for him, and he's there to watch the baby. I was like, oh, okay, so I guess, like, the, you know, John Krasinski and the studio or whatever didn't know what to do with this actor, so they're just going to, like, give him babysitting duty on mm-hmm. this movie. But he actually, like, has shit to do. Yeah, yeah. He's got to, like, he explores that little area, uh, sees the, uh, Cillian Murphy's wife's dead body. <laughs> Or whatever. See, like I thought again that was gonna be the change for Cillian Murphy. I thought yeah. they were gonna be like his family was gonna be like murdered back there. <laughs> like he couldn't take it anymore. Be like fucking mm-hmm. knives sticking out of their foreheads. And then yeah. it's like, oh no, they just they died and he didn't have anywhere to put them and Yeah, like what are you gross. supposed to do? Like yeah. like dig in the ground yeah, and like right. bury them? That's that's too much noise. Yeah. Um you'll just deal with the smell. It's fine. Yeah. We we've all done it. Um <laughs> and then um yeah, like he he's he does that and then like there's an alien he has to uh defend his little brother he's got he's got like shit to do mm-hmm. so i'm i'm glad they didn't just like kind of poo poo him as a character and his like they gave him a, a storyline yeah, yeah. or whatever so essentially our our four characters that we follow get split into two and so it's like the mom and uh marcus mm-hmm. um you know back at the the like home base and then uh would you say it was reagan reagan is yeah. the daughter i think reagan. yeah Re- um, reagan or reagan 
Yeah. And then I believe his name is Emmett. Yep. Cillian Murphy's got it. Uh, (laughs) Fuck yeah, dude. Hell yeah. So they're out like in the world, like trying to find a way to like broadcast the signal Mm -hmm. or whatever. Um, I, I thought it was like an interesting choice but one that's consistent with the first movie Mm -hmm. and that this movie when it ends it's over Mm -hmm. (laughs) like this is like how movies ended back in the day like back in the 80s 90s or whatever it's like there's no like wrap-up scene at the end like in that first marvel avengers movie where um they like they kidnap or they 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 win the day they take loki you know like Thor takes him to Asgard. They all hang out in the park. Oh, Captain yeah, America yeah. rides through the park or whatever. Like, it would have just ended in that group shot yeah. of them, like, pinning down Loki or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah I get Whereas, you. Whereas, like, yeah. the first A Quiet Place, it ends on the, like, shotgun cocking. Oh. And then it picks up here. So this movie ends with, like, them still, like, separated. Cillian Murphy's, like, bleeding, you know, somewhat profusely, mm-hmm. I would say, um, in that radio station. But, like, uh, Regan and Emmett are hear this radio station and then like um evelyn and marcus are still at the home base where like all this chaos happened you yeah, know yeah. so and then it just like ends right there yeah so it definitely lends itself you know for for a, a new exciting chapter you know to mm-hmm. to finish this out or keep it going or whatever but um mm-hmm. i also feel that that's what's so great about them too is it's like they aren't they, they are complete stories and they're not they have they, they end mm-hmm. in the ellipses we still got more to go but you can totally just watch this and feel fulfilled. Like they got their goal. Mm-hmm. They made it to the radio station. They yeah. found this, these people, even though that was kind of destroyed and stuff, but like mm-hmm. they were able to get the signal out. Um, and then now they're split apart and you don't know what's going to happen. His home base, yeah. you know, silly Murphy's home base is destroyed. So I assume he'll stick with them if he survives, you know, through that and everything, mm-hmm. which it seems like he will. And um, yeah, but it's it's still cool because it's like oh, at the end of it, it just ends, and you're just like, well, fuck. It, it just feels so rad at the end. I feel so pumped up when yeah. I watch these movies. Mm-hmm. You know, um, yeah. That's why I like that they're so fast, and they just kind mm-hmm. of get through it, and then it's just exciting, and then it's over, and you're like, oh man, that was a fun ride. You know, mm-hmm. it's cool. Yeah, I feel like if if they don't make a third one, you could kind of fill in the story on your own as to like what happens next. You know, like it it, it ends satisfyingly enough. To where you could just imagine like okay they they figure out like it's the signal thing now mm-hmm. and then you know they kind of spread word across the the globe and and whatnot and yeah it gets uh, satisfied there um one thing of note is that in the the sequel it's discovered that the aliens can't swim oh yeah, so yeah. like one ho- like hops in the water after cillian murphy and starts thrashing around like like trying to swim toward him and at that point, the first time I watched this, I turned to my wife. I said, nope, uh-uh. I'm done. I'm immediately done. You know, I wouldn't have made it that long anyway in this reality. Oh, but yeah, like yeah. once it's in the water and it's like, I can't see under the under the water. It's like all murky water. No. Yeah. And it's at night. Terrifying. And I got this fucking alien creature <laughs> that's thrashing its body at me. Uh-uh. I'm done. But then we that one drowns. Mm-hmm. And then the other one like gets on the boat and, you know, starts um it eventually makes its way over to that that uh island mm-hmm. that the other people are living on loudly yeah. as fuck um but it is funny because like in the first movie where the pipe breaks in that like basement or mm-hmm. whatever one of them like like goes under the water mm-hmm. so but it's like <laughs> it's probably like humans where it's like 
you if you can like stand up you're probably okay yeah you yeah, know yeah. If you can just like stand up because it does like rise out of the water like all creepy like in the first movie yeah, yeah so it's like they need like deep mm-hmm. water they can't really swim they could stand in yeah. like shallow water or whatever but that mm-hmm. was a cool twist though in this one i liked I like that it was like an island. I didn't know if that would actually work out from what she, you know, she has it on the map and that's where she's going. But mm-hmm. I was like, I don't know if this will really happen. And then mm-hmm. when you stumble upon them and they're all, they have that huge fucking bonfire and they're all just yeah. living their lives. I thought for a second it was going to be like, <laughs> like a rich white neighborhood on this island. Like they, mm-hmm. they hadn't changed their lives at all. And they yeah. were totally like, everything's fine, you know, but it, it was like, actually mm-hmm. like, it seemed like a good group of people that just yeah. got to that island, you know, and, and kind of did that um it was like an island of covid deniers yeah, exactly. they're just like no there's no aliens <laughs> <laughs> they're just like l- shooting off bottle rockets all the time just to make all the noise yeah symbol um, stores out of symbols again <laughs> oh shit right. oh man Damn it. Um, but yeah the, the idea that the uh aliens can't swim it, it, it's intriguing if we're gonna get any more backstory with the aliens as well mm-hmm. um or any anything else with that because it's like most of our planet is water so kind of mm-hmm. like in signs where like the the water is like poison to them or like you know like acid to them like that doesn't make as mm-hmm. much sense even though i like signs and stuff this is like they just can't swim but it's like well yeah we do have huge land masses too like they wouldn't need to like that would still make sense they might have just been like a random it might i don't know what that thing was that landed it might have been uh <laughs> yeah a, a huge asteroid or something you know that just had mm-hmm. them i don't know i couldn't really get the gist of that what that was supposed to be um, mm-hmm. or how they actually got here, but, um, they might just be, you know, shooting across the space and then when they land on something, they kill everything that's there and that might just be it, you mm-hmm. know, and yeah. I, I can accept that just fine. Um, and then just the fact that we get a little more info about them, they know how to kill them now. They know how like that, the, you know, ear, earpiece thing like affects them with the, the back, mm-hmm. the, the feedback or whatever. Feedback. Yeah. Um, and then now with the swimming and stuff, it's like, it just feels like, again, the world building, like they can get, I don't know where that's going to go next time, but it's just all cool. I'm down with it. Yeah. If it's like annoying sounds that bother the aliens, do you think like in the third <laughs> movie, they turn it on, they hear, clap, clap. Um, yeah, that would be like the harshest thing. It's just two hours of us talking about the first two movies. Um, Nobody wants to listen to that. Speaking speaking of the aliens, yeah, because I also like couldn't identify what was like crashing to Earth mm-hmm. or whatever. But it doesn't really matter. Like that's not the story that they're telling necessarily. But I could see like a movie studio going back to explore that at, at some yeah. point or whatever. I don't know that I necessarily need that. But if it's if it's cool, it's cool or whatever. Mm-hmm. But um, what do you think about the the general alien designs themselves? How do you feel about that? Because I don't think we talked about it in the, the first movie discussion. Um, I'm cool with it. They kind of remind me of some other things. Um, almost like the Cloverfield monster comes to my mind. Like the, sh- okay. the way that they walk, sort of. Mm-hmm. Um, and maybe in some other things, but uh, I'm, I'm down with it. It makes me think of the, some of the scenes in this one in particular. I kept thinking of the Demogorgon as well from okay. uh, stranger things and all mm-hmm. that but um yeah both of those designs i mentioned i like so i like i like this yeah. one a lot um no no real complaints from me what about you uh i like them a lot as well they in a, a way they kind of remind me of a spiritual uh ancestor of a xenomorph mm-hmm. um in a way because they're like kind of long-limbed mm-hmm. gangly looking um immediately both alien and then threatening mm-hmm. you know yeah like um they don't have eyeballs obviously um 
and um, one got stuck through a, a porthole saying mama beforehand. <laughs> <laughs> yep. I remember that scene. Uh-huh. Yeah. <sighs> Alien Resurrection. That was a movie that got made. Yeah. It happened. Mm-hmm. Yep. That happened. I really need to revisit that series too since you did it. It's, it's maybe you want it, but then I forget about it sometimes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. There's some good ones yep. in there. Well, first two. <laughs> Yeah, I still want to see. Since you mentioned though, uh, Prometheus and uh, what's the next one? Covenant. Covenant. Yeah, I still want to see those again and see what I think about them. But yeah, we'll see. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. But I, I, I can see that too. The the tall, gangly, terrifying sort of aliens. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Um, yeah. I I like just overall. I don't really have any complaints about these movies at all. I I feel Mm -hmm. like for one, they're so short and fast and cool. Mm -hmm. I just feel like they're just cool. Um, and they're interesting. They're, they they made me think of like amusement park rides, you know, that they're, yeah. they're just fun yeah. to go on. I, I have a blast with them and then mm-hmm. they're over real fast and it's like, I mm-hmm. want to go again, you know? Yeah, exactly. So yeah. Either yeah. rewatching or it, a sequel or whatever. And now we got, you mm-hmm. can do both, you know, so it's great. Yeah. I, uh, I saw on the Wikipedia article and you can't, you can't lie on Wikipedia. Um, it, fucking try it. Yeah. You can't do it. Um, the Lord won't let you uh, <laughs> smite you down <laughs> with his hammer. Um, but I saw that John Krasinski evidently has like an idea for a third mm-hmm. movie. It's not. I feel like I heard that too. Locked yeah. in that he's like going to do it yet. Yeah. I don't guess. But, um, you know, if he's got an idea like the the, the first couple of uh, movies worked out pretty nicely, like you said. So I say give him a shot, you know, at the very least. Well, Unless it's yeah. like ideas just to like completely jump the shark because I thought like when the first movie ends with like the the shotgun being cocked by Emily Blunt, I thought like the second movie was going to be like if if the first A Quiet Place was like alien, the second one was going to be like aliens and she's just like mm. full military mode. She's wearing that shit from day after tomorrow or whatever. Oh. Um, <laughs> she's got that skeleton yeah. suit on exoskeleton suit and she's out there just like it's full on military aliens mm-hmm. you know yeah yeah that would i mean i uh, i do think that she and the daughter both proved themselves to be uh really badass people mm-hmm. than these um and I'm, I'm excited to see both of them especially the daughter because i really like from the first movie from what i remember of it since i didn't rewatch it yet um to this one you know like her dad was getting onto her a lot and stuff and she had a few moments mm-hmm. that you know, she did things that she didn't realize because she couldn't hear them and everything. And, and just how scary that would be to live in a world that you have to be so quiet, but you can't even really hear everything around you to know if you're yeah. being quiet. Uh, mm-hmm. But the fact that she goes on that journey by herself, which is probably foolish, but at the same time, it feels like she she says like she needs to step in and like be the thing her dad was, you know. And mm-hmm. she's got to do this or whatever. And it the way it plays out, and then she does have a few things. You know, she almost gets eaten and then Cillian Murphy comes in and kills that thing for her and everything but it's like yeah. for the most part though like once once they got going like they they were a good team and they it worked and she was a fucking badass you know and mm-hmm. uh the more she goes through the more she'll know for next time and um I'm really excited to see what they do with her character and Emily Blunt's um the yeah, other kid I do take a leave but um, <laughs> I really more bear traps <laughs> yeah I was looking um on the Wikipedia uh, about the first mm-hmm. and the second one budget-wise because I was curious mm-hmm. what they were made for and what they made. So it, it says the first one was made for about $22 million. I saw I think I saw another one that said like 15 17 
So somewhere mm-hmm. in there, like pretty low for for a movie, but um, you know they don't have a ton of. They had some special effects, obviously, but they kind of kept it to like one location. Um, the first movie made three hundred and fifty million on that budget, and the second one was made for between fifty-five to sixty-one million. So the budget mm-hmm. went from okay. like. 20 to 60 which is crazy and uh but i i I was glad to see because of the pandemic i didn't know really what they would have made and then it came to paramount plus so fast after theaters Mm -hmm. Uh, but it says it made um what is it 286 million dollars worldwide and is the fifth highest grossing film of the year so far in 2021 so um even though they spent a lot more money and and given the pandemic and stuff and that ruining numbers they mm-hmm. still did pretty decent, which I'm, I'm really glad to hear. So I really hope that they're able to, to pull that in and do a third one like they'd want to um, mm-hmm. with that kind of, you know, cash rolling around and stuff. So still looking good yeah. with this one, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, would, I would look forward to that. I think for Paramount's like uh, uh, release versus like straight to streaming stuff, mm-hmm. they've got like a 45 day window. Yeah. That's from what good. I read. So, yeah. Yeah. I'll see you in 45 days, Snake Eyes, G.I. <laughs> Joe Origins. I literally did not know that movie was coming out until like last week. And I saw a bunch Dude, of I know. shit for it. I was like, what? I, I know. I feel like I've just been like, since society has started to reopen, I've been deluged with like advertising for everything. Yeah, yeah. So like Space Jam 2 snuck up on me. Oh, and then yeah. like, um, yeah, Snake Eyes and all this stuff. Like I, I would read at the bottom of articles and it would say like, this movie you're reading about is now playing in yeah. theaters or whatever i'm like what <laughs> no one told yeah. me about this except all those commercials i've been seeing oh, man. and all the advertising yeah yeah i'm looking at this one it said uh back in march of 2020 they had already spent 60 percent of their budget for global prints and advertising like mm-hmm. everybody had advertised all these things so long ago and then like especially you you were saying like you gave up on watching a lot of trailers because you're just like i don't know when things are coming out and yeah, then all of a sudden they're, they're here and it's like, oh shit, they have to like revamp all these advertising campaigns mm-hmm. and marketing campaigns and stuff. So, yeah, I uh, read that the movie got pushed around like for its due date, mm. due date, release date, uh, like five times. Oh, it, wow. Like it, they, they had it rescheduled to come out September of this year and then they were like, nah, let's, let's go ahead and yeah. bump it up to May. So it's gonna be May. <laughs> mm-hmm. And it was. <laughs> and no one liked that. <laughs> Oh, man. I'm so, glad it's out, though, yeah, because I was really looking same. forward to it for a long time. This mm-hmm. is one of those that, again, I had forgotten about when it kind of mm-hmm. stopped being a, a potential that it was actually going to come out. And then when it came out, it's like, oh, that's awesome. And then their release window being so short, like I was I was shocked mm-hmm. when it came on Paramount Plus. And I was like, oh, but fuck, yeah, you know, sounds great. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. yeah, yep. it's it's cool. I I was a big fan of the first one. I'm a big fan of the second one. I think, like you said, I don't know that I could really say I like one over the other. The first mm-hmm. one was just sometimes it's 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 like jurassic park you know like it's just like you see something for the first time that kind of holds some regard just that it's Mm -hmm. like the first introduction to that world and you like it a lot but i really think this was a worthy sequel i think it's like a good continuation to the story and i really hope we get more of that and uh regardless i think so far these these two films together were were really fun to watch Mm -hmm. really entertaining um and i just yeah really enjoyed it so same same yeah. yeah i'm totally on the same page with you same book even <laughs> but there are pictures there are fucking <laughs> pictures in it um i i did notice in, at the toward the bottom of that wikipedia article it has something about a spinoff for a oh. quiet place or like set in this world or whatever huh. um but it'd be like by a different f- 
filmmaker or producer or something oh, like that. That's interesting. Like, uh oh. I know. Paramount. <laughs> uh, guys. Hold on. Yeah. Yeah, I wonder about I, that. I do think that, like, if if Krasinski can pull off a third movie that's just as good as these other two movies, that might be, like, one of the best trilogies, like, mm. ever. Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think so. I mean, like, so far, I think they're doing, they're knocking it out of the park. I imagine they'll do the same with the mm-hmm. third one. Um, yeah. Yeah, it says... Emily Blunt revealed Krasinski has an idea for a potential third main installment, and then uh, they had hired Jeff Nichols to write and direct a spinoff based on an original di- uh, idea from Krasinski, who will produce, and that's supposed to come out in 2023. Uh, but mm-hmm. Jeff Nichols is an awesome director, so that, oh, that really? It really excites me. That? Yeah. So I actually just watched, I didn't mention it today, but I just watched one of those films two days ago um, called Take Shelter. But um, he is from Little Rock, Arkansas, and he is, like, best friends with Michael Shannon. So Michael Shannon oh, is in almost all okay. of his movies. Um, oh, my God. I uh, love him. Yeah. Oh, he's so good. So he's in Take Shelter. They did a movie called Shotgun Stories that I still haven't seen from 2007. And then Take Shelter was 10 years ago. It was 2011. He did uh, Mud with McConaughey, nope. um, which yeah. is really good. Um, I like that movie a lot. And then he did Midnight Special which is also really good. Midnight Special is a Michael Shannon movie where he's like transporting his kid around the country trying to like escape the government in this like cultist church and the kid has like mm-hmm. some sort of powers or some something about him that the church like reveres and the government fears. And uh, oh. it's a really rad story as um uh, Kirsten Dunst plays the mom and it has Adam Driver and Joel Edgerton. Um it's mm-hmm. a really good movie. So I really like that dude a, a ton and then uh, Okay. I watched his Take Shelter for the first time the other day. Take Shelter is about Michael Shannon starts having these like very, very vivid, realistic dreams of this huge storm that's going to come. And um, he thinks it's like an apocalyptic storm. So he starts like building out a storm shelter. He gets like gas masks. He's all getting like into it. But you also it's like a a movie about mental health and he doesn't know if if they're Mm -hmm. just dreams or if they're real like and it kind of toys with that idea. And uh, it's just fascinating. They're very, uh, they're very like slow and thoughtful movies, and uh, okay. the acting is always like stellar and everything. So um, that would actually be if he does a spinoff of this, that would be I a good would, fit. Then I would definitely watch that movie. Okay, yeah. I take it back. I take it back. I know. Take back my reservation. Mm-hmm. Well, Joe Johnston, I like a lot too, though. And then you, you get a Jurassic three, Park three out of that sometimes. So you know, you never know. I just want to see that raptor ride a motorcycle <laughs> off a cliff. <laughs> Is that too much to ask? What if in A Quiet Place 3, in the background, you just see a, a raptor riding a motorcycle? You're like, it's a crossover, man. Alan! Man. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. Yeah, that would have been be rad, great. but didn't get to see mm-hmm. it. Didn't get to see mm-hmm. it. Uh, so anything else for you about this one? No, I, I, mm-hmm. I feel like I've expressed everything that I wanted to about this movie. I, I really enjoyed it. Yeah, and cool. for people who have seen it, um, let us know what you think. Because I, I understand that there's some people who are kind of like, uh, some of the reviews were like three and a half out of five stars or whatever. Oh, yeah. Um, which is confounding to me because I thought the level of suspense um, and drama was just as great as the first movie. Yeah. But I don't know. Sometimes it just doesn't click with certain people that I'm married to. <laughs> I was like, who would think that? Oh, right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, yeah I, from, I can see that. But. From, 
From the person who buys Barisimo sparkling cold brew coffee, cucumber, lime, and ginger flavored, comes a review of A Quiet Place 2. I realize now I don't I don't remember if I've seen you take another sip of that since the, the beginning of the show. Have you been drinking that? Uh, I've I've uh, taken a few sips, mm-hmm. but I told my my wife um, with her bad opinions that I <laughs> would leave a little bit to for her to try. Yeah. But I, so I've been sipping on regular water here. But let me let me take another shot at this. See if it's oh, yeah. gotten it's, more palatable. Oh my god! Like the 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 scent of it. Like I <laughs> have a hard time smelling stuff anyway. Yeah. But this I can smell. It smells like um, you know, like the bitterness of unsweetened tea. Mm-hmm. That's what this smells Ugh. like. Yeah. yeah, so I can get that with a cold that doesn't, yeah, the cold <laughs> That doesn't get your taste buds uh, worked up. And oh man, mm. yeah, I know it's still bad. It's still bad, and also it's warm now. So oh, yeah, that's cool. That's, that's great. Well, this mm. cold brew has gotten warm. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> maybe you're supposed to uh, heat it up. Okay, and that's yeah, I'll put it in it a better. saucepan whenever yeah, yeah, yeah. whenever we're done. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Boil it and then drink it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> go, go pluck some reeds out of a swamp and just drink through that. Mm, your mm. favorite. You can really taste like the duck feathers in this. Oh. It's good. You you mm-hmm. love a good duck feather. Mm. <laughs> yeah, I'm uh, looking at the the Rotten Tomatoes score for this one. Apparently, is a 91 percent with an average rating of 7.5 out of 10. Um, okay. And uh, the site consensus said, I think this is good. A nerve wracking continuation of its predecessor, A Quiet Place Part 2, expands the terrifying world of the franchise without losing track of its heart. Well said. Yeah. I think that's, that's pretty good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, 91% say say it's good. The I don't know for the the first one I'd be curious about as well. I think that one had, mm-hmm. like, the 90s, if anything, is that's pretty rad. Um, yeah. But I wonder, let me see if I can get that one up here. The first one holds a 96%. With an average rating okay. of eight point two out of ten, so uh, yeah. I can see that. Like I'm, I'm fine with people saying that. Like the first mm-hmm. one's a little bit better than the, the second one, but for the most part, I think if you like the first one, you're really gonna like this one. That's what I think. Yeah. Like I don't. And your wife is wrong. I don't understand. But we've known that for yeah. years. Oh, one hundred percent. Yeah. Um, she chose me. Yeah. So <laughs> her her compass is skewed yeah. for sure. But uh, I don't know if maybe part of it is like, oh, I just really like John Krasinski, and he's only in like the first twelve minutes of this, or whatever you know like yeah maybe that plays a, a part into it yeah so i don't know and now this classic italian guy is in here <laughs> sure he's just a good dude mm. oh but he keeps whisper he, he keeps asking what sign language is for spaghetti <laughs> <laughs> well i was about to say i'm really hoping that we get tucci in the third one so i really hope oh that my that's God, his, can you imagine his callback is yeah. signing spaghetti and later on they need that spaghetti. <laughs> yeah that would be amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to that. I, I hope they get on that pretty soon. And that spinoff sounds rad if, if Jeff Nichols is involved, too. So mm-hmm. um, They should also spigot people. on that. Hey. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, yeah, definitely, uh, you know, let us know if, you, if you'd like anybody that's watched this and let us know what you think of the, the two of them or whatever because uh, it'd be great to know what other people think and uh, if you're wrong or right, you know? Yeah. So that's always fun. Ooh. Uh, yeah. Otherwise, you can you know you can send us that or, or whatever through the uh, all the info to contact us is in the show notes as usual. And if you'd like to rate and review us on your favorite podcast app, that's also always appreciated. Five stars are appreciated. No other stars are ever appreciated. So yeah, they don't even exist. They don't. So, so give us five or don't give even us try it. It's like mm-hmm. uh, if you're gonna fist rent, you know, give them the whole yeah, whole, all five fingers or nothing. You know, that's his. That's right. That's what he says. That's right. Just just give me a call so I can. 
get into my Jones bottle uh, collection. <laughs> yeah, I just need to. I just need to ramp up into like my stretches. You know, really gotta. It's where they're shaped. Gotta really limber are. up for that. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. 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 They were, mm-hmm. Yeah. Really helps. You know, it's kind of a graduated cylinder type thing. You know, you get. <laughs> you like. <laughs> it's like rings. Yeah. You know, you get to size it up. Basically, is what mm-hmm. I'm saying. So, exactly. If you ever need to figure out how old the goatsy guy is, you can do you can it. Count the rings. You just count the rings. Yeah. Much like Sonic the Hedgehog, <laughs> counting the rings. Oh man. That's two callbacks. Yeah. Callbacks yeah. within a callback. Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. it was really fun talking about that with you. I wish we would have been able to see that together, but um, that'd mm-hmm. be that'd be fun someday. And um, yeah. I really I really enjoyed this. I'm glad you suggested it for for the show. So. Did I or did you? Well, Brent, I think, I'm giving you the credit, so just. Oh, okay, I'll take just it. Take it. I'll find it. I'll do it. <sighs> Hammerschmidt. Uh huh. Hey, okay. Uh, okay. Suggested this for the show. It's really kind of her, even yeah. though she didn't like it. I appreciate that. Tell her. This is this is true. We yeah. Drink that soda first, though. You guys should talk about it and how bad it is. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no. And then pass. And then while you do that, I'll take another nap. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Well, uh, it was a lot of fun, man. Um, without further ado, until next time. Oh, oh, wait. Should we should we uh, mention what we're going to do on the next episode? Brent, you, or do you know you what we're going to do I, on the next episode? You told me when I get to I get to say it, and okay. I say it when I want to say it. <laughs> you should open the show <laughs> that way. <laughs> clap, yeah, clap. We should, uh, okay, and for next episode. Uh, <sighs> Yeah. Or, yeah. I don't know if we're going to have a guest or not yet okay. next week. That would be lovely. But yeah, we mm. are planning on something special. Do you want to do you want to tell the audience? It's very special. Mm. One could say. Well, one could say one that. One could say that. But counting there's one two of us and neither of us and are going to say it. We're not saying that. <laughs> <laughs> Look, we can't ignore the obvious. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a new Suicide Squad movie coming out here in a couple of weeks. Oh, wow. Gosh. The problem is young Steven here hmm. has not seen the first, The Suicide Squad, nor its quasi-sequel, Harley Quinn and the Birds of Prey or whatever the mm-hmm. fuck it is called. Birds of Prey and the, a lot of words ending in Harley Quinn. Yeah. Uh, that one. So. B.O.P. The Bop. The Bop It. Yeah. <sighs> Fuck it. Uh, I don't. I. We're just. You're excited. We're gonna do, we're gonna do these two movies. We're gonna do. We're gonna watch the them. Suicide Squad. I thought it was just. I thought it was Suicide Squad. And the new one's the. Is that what it yeah, is? I think the new one. And is then the, the the new one is the. Yeah. <sighs> we're gonna watch the bad Suicide Squad <laughs> movie. <laughs> and then you know what uh, we're Birds about, of Prey. Yeah, we're gonna do both of those movies. Yeah. So. The uh, David Ayer Suicide Squad movie mm-hmm. and then the uh, Birds of Prey movie featuring Harley Quinn. We're going to watch both of those. Yeah. You heard that correctly. We're going to watch both of those. I feel like it's better to do that than separate episodes on them, even though it's a lot to watch in one week. You know, mm-hmm. uh, I'm mm-hmm. not really looking forward to Suicide Squad. I'm moderately looking forward to Birds of Prey. Uh-huh. But I'm uh, not super excited for either of them. But I do like that we're getting back into our DCEU rewatch. You know, mm-hmm. it's been a mm-hmm. it's been a while since we've done that, mm-hmm. so kind of yep. nice. And then uh, we can move on to you know greener pastures after that. So hopefully, hopefully. <laughs> we'll see. I don't know. I I haven't watched a trailer for the James Gunn Suicide Squad mm-hmm. movie. 
um i'm gonna try to keep it that way and just go in with fresh yeah, eyes yeah. i've i've heard some like things that are in the trailer but i've not seen them myself mm-hmm. i don't know what the tone is going to be gotcha have you seen the trailer for i it? think i saw the first one but i haven't seen anything since okay. just like yeah. little bits and pieces of photos and things that they'll mm-hmm. release out there but not a full trailer i'm kind of trying to keep it away from me as well so mm-hmm. are are you looking forward to watching it i am i've heard i've heard good it? things okay. it seems like people are excited about it and i i yeah. think james gunn has a really fun he makes fun movies too you know things that i yeah. really just enjoy watching with the guardians movies and even slither mm-hmm. it's a fucking fun movie um mm-hmm. so I'm, I'm excited for that i think uh it looks way better than the the bad suicide squad so uh, the fact that they're made so fast like close together and drastic differently yeah. ways you know that sounds mm-hmm. really interesting so yeah 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 you seem really well, we excited gotta, about it so we gotta wait through the bad to get to <laughs> yeah. the good so maybe it'll be yeah. that much better when we see it you know mm-hmm. watching these mm-hmm. pieces of crap so yeah mm-hmm. yeah so at least for that and just getting through the dceu rewatch mm-hmm. which has been a slog in some parts i will say if if our our buddies good buddies mitch is is listening as well i have had good thoughts about aquaman since i last watched it you know for the show okay um yeah. i remember some of the things fondly I, I really liked some of the the things in the ocean were really beautiful it was really cool looking and uh vibrant i really liked that some of the ships and yeah. just the the bright mm-hmm. colors and stuff so some of that really was was pretty cool even though i didn't you know dig the whole thing so you know too much or whatever um I've, I've thought about his question if i would rather rewatch uh ant-man and the wasp or aquaman again and i i'm still like i don't know i don't know <laughs> i think i yeah. i remember more about aquaman i watched it re- more recently but i remember it better yeah. than i remember ant-man and the wasp but uh it's still dc you know so, yeah not yeah. quite there i for feel me. like i feel like the the marvel guy in me has slid back to Ant-Man and the Wasp. Mm-hmm. Um, like you like it more now or? Well, I mean like between those two, oh, okay, you yeah. know, between Aquaman and, and Ant-Man yeah. and the Wasp. Um, but look, you know, They're it is what it is. Different strokes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's what, um, you know, you could say to your friends that like <laughs> DC movies. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. That's totally cool. You could say that to Mitch, sure. Yeah, well, that's what you I'm. You could say that. Yeah, I'm getting around, but yeah, yeah. Uh, well. I, I haven't really thought much about Ant Man of the Wasp since it came out, and I've thought about Aquaman. I'll say that. Okay. I just don't know which one I'd rather watch. Mm-hmm. So maybe someday I'll rewatch both of them as a double feature. I tell you what, that answer will never be the David Ayer Suicide Squad yeah. movie. <laughs> that's right. Just, just stay tuned because oh boy, it's a the only lot. Thing I keep thinking about is when you showed me the opening credits and you can't like read anything because it's like black. Mm-hmm. Is it like black text on like a fucking dark background or some shit like that? Yeah, it's like over a dark lake or something yeah. like that. And they have black text over it, and it's, and it's like, like information as to where they are. Yeah, yeah it's just like oh, a weird choice. Yeah, for weird sure. Weird choice. That'd be interesting. And then like, but like all the other um, text that you see on the screen whenever characters are introduced is fucking wild yeah it's they they put like it's so like annoyingly hmm. colorful interesting it's yeah so it's like it, even worse i don't know in the beginning because you're like they they did something different later on they could have just done that and you could have read it earlier on when you needed that info to know where they're at but it's like if mountain dew edited a movie oh. together that's what this is gonna be like this sounds right up my alley <laughs> yeah. i'm really looking forward to it 
it's a, a Mountain Dew bottle that just lost its favorite snowboard <laughs> and is pissed off during production. Yeah, you know? that makes sense. That's what Suicide Squad is. Yeah, yeah, that sounds like a great ride. I'm really looking forward to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I'm just hoping that Birds of Prey has some redeeming quality that I like. Uh, yeah, I remember thinking that it was like okay, like mm-hmm. it was less bad than Suicide Squad. Yeah, that's a good yeah. to me. Mm-hmm. That's a good start. That's a good direction to go. <laughs> it ha- didn't it have like a Mary Elizabeth Winstead in it? I think she's one. Of the, uh, yes, I like her a lot. Her and um, oh my gosh, uh, I think she also has three names from mm-hmm. uh, Lovecraft Country. Oh. Um, Who's from Lovecraft Country on there? <laughs> I died. When I looked for it, I I, it, the first thing that popped up when I did that was uh, Birds of Grey, Bird- which does not bring up what you need with a cast list. The internet is trying to save you. Yeah, well, I, I appreciate the internet, but I, I do do need these, these you type in Type in Suicide oh. Squad or you start to, and it's like Suicide Squid? Yeah. Is that what like, you meant? You don't want to look at this. Uh, has yeah, uh, Journey Smollett. Or however you say her oh, name. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, she's awesome. Oh, I thought she had like a hyphenated last name, I she guess. She might, yeah. Um, interesting. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, it gives like a couple of her names. It just says Journey Diana Smollett on here, but I want to show you Oh, okay, yeah, different someone point, was thinking. Yeah, she was uh, from Full House. Yeah, yeah she yeah. was uh, one of their, their friends. Yeah, and then she grew up, and the, I didn't realize it until like a first, like the, a couple episodes in in Lovecraft Country, and I was like, holy shit, mm-hmm. she looks mm-hmm. like an adult now. That's crazy. I watched the show Hell as a yeah, kid, dude. and she grew up, and I grew up. What? <laughs> How was that How possible? How does time work? Um, <laughs> oh, yeah, and Rosie Perez and Ewan McGregor? Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah. I remember there being, like, a, a weird scene with Rosie Perez's, like, T-shirt that has, mm-hmm. like, text on it or whatever. And, like, it was, like, interesting. it didn't look like the shirt fit her. It was only there yeah. for, like, a gag in a scene or whatever. Yeah, yeah. I can't remember what it even said. Oh, I'm but looking forward to that, then. Yeah, I'm sure you'll you'll see it whenever. I'll I'll see it and be like, you watch it. Oh, that's the thing Brad talked about, and I'll just keep uh-huh. moving on with my life. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, Brad. Okay. So, yeah, that should be next week. Maybe we'll have a guest yeah. for it, uh, which would be cool. And yeah. Uh, yeah, we'll finally keep moving on with the DCEU. So, anything mm-hmm. else for you though? Mm-hmm. Uh, no, I believe I'm officially. All right. Good. Out. So since Brad stopped talking, uh, <laughs> thank you all for listening. And until next time, I'm Steven. I'm Brent. And let's talk later. My love stands on golden sand and watches the think like in the world of the quiet place after like the aliens are gone or whatever 
like ASMR videos are really looked down upon. It's like in bad taste. It's like, guys, we don't have to whisper anymore. Mm. And the fact that you're doing it is like, honestly, a little bit triggering. Well, I, I only, I have this guy who was in the world of Mad Max Fury Road. He steps off of his vehicle. He plays <laughs> chugging guitar riffs in my ears. Oh. Your favorite. As I'm trying to go to sleep. Mm-hmm. It relaxes me, yeah. you know? You think, like, people, like, once they had to be so quiet, if they, if we got rid of the aliens, people would just be mm-hmm. loud constantly yeah. to, like, let it out. Man, mm-hmm. I hate that world. I saw this headline recently. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You hear this? Headline. Do you know? I saw this headline where... Uh, uh, I guess, like, in states that have just, like, recently reopened, mm. um, that people are going back out into restaurants in droves, and that the customers are so fucking annoying. Oh, yeah, I saw that, too. Yeah, mm. so I would imagine in the world of A Quiet Place, when you can finally be loud again, it would that would just be all you would hear. It'd be, like, a cacophony of just, like, noise, and just, like, fucking people blaring Tim McGraw and all that shit, you know? It's just, like, <laughs> it's constant. Just like it's so much noise that it it, it eventually becomes like atonal, you know. Oh, that sounds like my worst mm-hmm. nightmare. Yeah, I would hate mm-hmm. that. Like if you if the world instead, if for whatever reason you had to be really loud to like conceal mm-hmm. your steps from the aliens, and it was just mm-hmm. a cacophony of sound all the time, or yeah. if the alien, you know, the you you were silent for so long and they disappeared and you're able to be loud again, I'd be like, I'm done with humanity. It's not yeah. that they're trying to murder us and kidnap us. It is that everybody's really loud and can everybody just be quiet, please. That would yeah. be great for me. Is that is that the aliens' motivation? Because mm. like whenever they attack that um, that island place, the alien just like kills everyone. It doesn't eat them mm-hmm. like I thought. It just like just kills them just to kill yeah, them. Yeah. Maybe it's just because it's like, guys, you're being too loud. I'm, try- I'm trying to read and I don't have eyeballs. Ooh. I'm looking for some eyeballs. I lost them. They they have a bell attached to them. If I could just listen, I can find them. I'm just I trying to read this article. I read the headline. It sounded good to me. Mm-hmm. I wanted to read the whole article. I wanted to be informed. I heard this guy in a podcast, and he said something about a headline, and that was all he read. It was stupid. I tried to do a bad Jay Leno impression. What if it started off in their home planet? There was just mm-hmm. one guy who's just trying to mm-hmm. enjoy a quiet time in a movie theater and all the loud yeah. dicks around him. He's flipped mm-hmm. out and he's like, I'm going to quiet the whole universe. Mm-hmm. And that man, Stephen Fisher. <laughs> what if I'm the alien, Brent? Yeah. Well, hmm. the aliens don't have hair, right? Number one. Mm-hmm. They're about the color of your shirt. Number two. I think. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. My shirt that I wear. Yeah. This color all the time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They don't like other loud things around them. Don't like people. Nope. Mm-mm. Um, they do like. Yeah, and, and well, and they they are barefoot. Ugh. Sold it. That's it. Yep. 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 <laughs> it's official. <laughs> With one hundred percent of the votes, Stephen Fisher <sighs> is the Quiet You're Place welcome. Aliens. I feel like I need mm-hmm. to go rewatch these movies and watch my heroes. I think so. Mm, you need to <laughs> you need to watch the like alien perspective yeah, exactly. on your rewatch of these movies. And it's just like all this noise. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh my god. Yeah. Please be quiet. That's all the aliens like when you hear that loud screeching, that's in their <laughs> language. They're like, 
Guys, if you could just please be quiet. Yeah. I'm just, I'm not going to ask you. I do have a short fuse. Please Again. relax. Yep. Please relax. And they start like swiping with the claws and shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm in support yeah. of it, I guess. Yeah. When I think about it in that perspective, I don't, I don't like that they like kill children. No. But children are allowed, unfortunately. I mean, like, so look, it's one way or the other, yeah. honestly, you know? Yeah. Also, the next time if uh, we're together and we go swimming, if I see you hop in the water and just start, like, <laughs> madly, like, splashing your arms around. <laughs> I'm like, oh, okay, oh, yeah, yeah that's this, right. this tracks. That yeah. makes sense. That makes sense. You claw into the hole of a boat and claw, uh, climb on top of it. Yeah. That'd be, that's me. Mm-hmm. 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 I also, you, there's no scene in the movies where you see any of the aliens eat hamburgers. So <laughs> consistently with you. That's the biggest clue yet. <laughs> yeah. Wow. You guys ever notice <laughs> these aliens don't, don't eat hamburgers? Huh. Okay. That's going to be the third movie. I'm telling you. Oh, man. I'm really looking forward to this twist. Mm-hmm. That it was, it was us all the time. <laughs> it, was, it was Steven the whole wow. time. Mm, interesting. Um, record. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we're recording, match. <laughs> Maybe that's what happens when we record later than normal on a Sunday, mm. you know? Yeah, I'm a little bit more awake. I've had lunch at this point, you know? Oh, yeah. Maybe that's just yeah. what it takes. Yeah. Yeah. Mm, I feel like I'm going to probably, like, doze off to, to sleep for... Nefsburgville here pretty quick though so that's true so if you could just like carry the show yeah (laughs) (laughs) you can get a nap after this what I say you can yes sir whatever you say wow power (laughs) hey no 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 no. wake up (laughs) folks demand it why are my sheets wet (laughs) oh no someone jizzed on my sheets oh not again It's probably your wife. Yeah, probably. Umberto. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Mm. Mm. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> well, Brent, I had a, uh, a follow-up to another thing we had mentioned recently, and I actually meant to do this last week. Uh, it was an experiment that I did on behalf of you, I guess oh. you could say. Okay, mm-hmm. sure. It involves uh, lube, of course. Of course, naturally. Uh, a plain cheese pizza. Oh. And a nine iron golf club. Mm. Okay. So far so good? You with me? Well, <laughs> I'm good with the lube. Plain cheese pizza. If there is eventual toppings on it, maybe. Oh, wow. And then, you know, well, golf clubs. I, I don't sport. Yeah. So it's, it's it could go any which way. Oh, wow. Point. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, let's see. We'll see how it plays out. But um recently you had mentioned to me that you or we would i guess just discussed what we both utilize for our ipads at nighttime viewing and you had mentioned yeah. that you use the dark mode correct exclusively oh. at any any possible chance like there i just want go. everything to be dark mode all the time, all the time. so do you all have it set up constantly that way oh we yeah do that right on there mm-hmm. okay yeah so when you asked me about it, I, I said I had these different ways because at night I also don't really want it to be so bright. So I, at 10 o'clock, mm-hmm. I have it switch over to like a, a more like yellow. I'm not sure what they call it, but it's like a yellow mm-hmm. screen. It's like a blue vibe from the screen, uh, yeah. which helps a little bit. And then I had like a way to turn down the white points on the turn up for what? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> That's a goofy white. remix. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 
fucking gorge. <laughs> but uh, I had these different tricks, but for some reason, I just don't really like the dark mode. Like, the, the look of... Uh, like a safari and, and some of the other apps like it's almost jarring to me because i'm just so used to like the white menus and stuff or whatever but mm-hmm. since you had mentioned it i was like i'm gonna give this a shot so without telling you it was like two weeks ago or whatever i i i set it up on my uh ipad but i have it set when it's like at nighttime like it, it changes over with uh the sunset i guess or whatever oh yeah right mm-hmm. so it's not on all the time but so at night mm-hmm. it'll come on i'm like oh okay this has been an experiment i meant to mention it last week uh, so I could end this experiment and put myself out of my misery. But instead, I was like, well, I got to keep going. So I've had it on for two weeks now. And it's uh, it's not bad. It's not bad. Yeah. I, yeah. It's not my preference, but okay. I, I do like it. And it is better at night. I'll give you that. But uh, yeah. I, yeah, I want to let you know, you know, as a follow up, because you're the one that suggested it. I was like, mm-hmm. I'm going to try this out and see what I think of it. And, uh, yeah. I feel like perhaps I misspoke when I said dark mode. Um, I was thinking of like the dark theme to where mm-hmm. like the menus and like everything is like black instead of white. Like the, the colors are flipped yes. essentially. I just have it that way all the time because mm-hmm. I'm an old man. My eyes hurt. Gotcha. I have this bright white light that has the uh, the UV rays. No, UV? What am I thinking of? Like the blue light or whatever yeah, that you yeah. had mentioned. You know? I get you. It's just going to burn out my, my retinas. I feel like my contact lens is... Uh, or my glasses will eventually just like it's kind of like uh, when you magnify mm-hmm. sunlight. Yes. I feel like my eyeballs are ants sometimes, you know, <laughs> just getting fucking roasted <laughs> by my iPad or my phone. I was like, I can't, I can't have this. It's what too much. Right. And like twenty years of like this has been happening to everybody with glasses and contacts mm-hmm. for years now. We didn't know, and like <laughs> that that population is now just blind. <gasps> I, I just pictured someone walking into an optometrist's <laughs> office and their their eyes are emitting smoke from their pupils. <laughs> I don't know what I did. <laughs> well, let me see your iPad. Oh, dear God, that's bright. <laughs> yeah, that's bright. But it's only like 50% compared to like what we see today, you know? Mm-hmm. But, yeah. you know, we just got used to it over time, you know? Do you think there's anybody out there that's like, trying to add more brightness they're like i can't get enough probably mm-hmm. yeah it's probably people that are like making their text ultra large on their phone and then also <laughs> like trying to make the screen as bright as possible to enhance that contrast mm-hmm. uh, old people i guess is what i'm that's what i'm getting yeah. at you know yeah mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I, I know I, there are people that are like I, I you know uh can't see very well so i'm not not gunning at you but old people oh we're definitely gunning for old people yeah yeah old people they don't even know how to find this show fuck them (laughs) (laughs) all of them every single one of them man it reminds me i was thinking the other day again about how my father-in-law had asked about the show and i was Mm -hmm. like it's uh you're not our audience and you should not listen to it avoid at all costs i'm hoping yeah he doesn't listen to podcasts otherwise so i Mm-hmm. I hope this isn't the first one that he listens to. And I'm, we're like, fuck the old. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, look, I'm not I'm not saying who is old. Yeah. You know, I wouldn't I would never call Dan old, you know, mm-hmm. not to his yeah. face, not to his face. But he, he fucking knows. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of old, that uh, M. Night Shyamalan movie came out. The one where it's like if you go to this certain beach, like people rapidly age. Yeah. Uh, but rapidly mm-hmm. age was too long of a title. So they just called it old. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, I have heard good things. I, I saw the other day. I think it was Will Fish 
uh, a friend of ours through yeah. like Twitter and stuff uh, had mentioned mm-hmm. that it's like a, an old comic book or something. Did you know about that? No, huh? it's like based on he had mentioned it, he had tweeted it like years ago, and I had no clue because they had not mentioned me that at all for uh, for the movie or whatever. But it, I guess it has like the same kind of concept. Uh, but it made me want to watch it more and then probably read that book. So interesting. I know. Interesting. Yeah, I had no idea. I guess it's kind of like how. Um, oh God, what is it? Uh, fucking live, die, repeat. What's the real name of that movie? Oh yeah, Edge of Tomorrow. Yeah, edging, oh, edging edge. tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. edging tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a close up of Tom Cruise's face, like. <laughs> hey, are you working tomorrow, Tom? No. What are you doing? Well, <laughs> I'm gonna hold a plan. Yeah, I do have plans. It's uh, I'm gonna be awake for a long stretch and then yep. just passed out for another long stretch. You know, that's the way to play it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's like that. How that's based on a, a manga series, but people don't really consider that a, uh, a comic uh, book movie. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Hmm. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. Yeah. Uh, have you ever read that one? That all, it's like all you need is killed, right? Is that what it's called? Ah, such a such an awesome title. No, I've not read it. I think but it's a rad title. Yeah, I'm, I'm interested. Um, I keep looking on uh, Comixology sales to see if it's uh, uh, ever discounted enough mm. for me to uh, to pull the trigger on that one. But yeah. hasn't been yet. But uh, maybe at some point I I will. Man. I know with like manga, a lot of them run like several 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 volumes deep, and I'm just like. Mm. I don't know how much I want to jump into all of this. Uh, I don't know if I want to read 94 volumes of fairy tale, but um, like, yeah. maybe maybe one day. I don't know. I guess I'm going to have to. Yeah. I finally found the the tweet that he had mentioned. It's called Sandcastle by Frederick Peters and Pierre Oscar Levy. It's like, uh, I don't know. It's It's got a naked lady floating, but on the top. Oh, the reverse never mind. Mm, yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But she she's like actually like a lady, so it's okay. Yeah, mm-hmm. so you can stare at those teats. I feel bad for saying that's weird. <laughs> you looked, the second I said that, I was like, leading I don't up like to this. the end of that sentence, yeah. you looked scared. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? You made a commitment. You're gonna follow through. Well, yeah, if they're and that's where the, the cover, golf club comes in. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If you if they're on the cover, I mean, obviously that's what you're getting into, you know. But, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe I've heard like mixed reviews for this movie. I heard someone say it's kind of like The Happening, but Uh like more dialed in, Mm -hmm. which I'm not even sure what that means. But Mm -hmm. I'm kind of like The Happening is not good. So I wonder, but maybe it's just crazy enough. It'd be fun. So instead of the earth revolting, it's like time itself is revolting against humanity. Does it also control tractors and machines and stuff? Oh, that'd be great, wouldn't it? Yeah. It's it's the wind. (laughs) The wind chasing everybody. It's so weird. He's he's got a cool filmography, though, overall. The Shyamalan guy. I think he's going to stick around. But probably longer than he should, perhaps, based on reviews. I know, Uh I know. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they go back and forth, but I am... You know, this one could be good, so I don't know. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to the theaters to see it, but no. uh, I've really liked staying home and watching movies. I saw that uh, HBO Max is releasing another 10 movies like straight straight to the service through next year. Oh, uh, really? Um, through, like, I'm not sure if it's Warner again or whatever, but I, was, I don't know what they're going to be, but I was like, yeah, keep it going, bitches. Yeah. I mm-hmm. fucking love it. It's a way to play. It, is it going to be the same general idea that they have going now, where it it's just like... To. 
like uh, no extra cost or whatever. Yeah, from what I understood, I thought they were going to end that after this year. That Warner Brothers mm-hmm. was like that was just for this, but I, I wonder if they're just like, oh, everything's we're going back to COVID all the time everywhere. Okay, I guess we'll just keep doing this for forever yeah. now. So maybe they're just leaning into that as well. And if that's, you know, I, I'd rather just know COVID or limited COVID and more vaccines than more movies. But, um, you know, if you're going to have COVID be around, mm-hmm. then better give me some home movies is what I'm saying. Yeah, I I think they should make COVID optional. So if you like go mm-hmm. to a theater and you get popcorn, you'd be like, no COVID, please. And they're like, not in this batch. We're going to make it. <laughs> we got to make a new batch. God, such a pain in the ass. And the ass. next person, they just cough right into it, and they're like, yeah. "Oh, I didn't know. I, I should. I, I didn't know it came that way. I thought. It, I thought it would just be no COVID automatically. Uh-huh. I didn't know I had to ask. You know? Yeah. Well, you know, they have the COVID farms right next to the popcorn farms. Oh, mm-hmm. Man, I would love to see a popcorn farm. Do you think farmers ever think about it that way? They're like, "We're we're growing popcorn. Do they grow it differently than other corns? Do you think?" Is it like a special um, breed of corn? Uh, there is in California. Uh, it's spelled with a K, backwards R. Oh. Uh, Jonathan Davis sings for them. <laughs> what if he? What if his lifelong goal was actually just to be a corn pop farmer? It could have been a you know, popped corn we, farmer. We don't know that that's not true. Yeah, yeah. At, you know what? I'm willing to say that's L Task Cannon. <laughs> yeah. He's just so. living out his days. I don't know what mm-hmm. what's he up to. Do you even know what he's up to besides farming? Obviously, um, no. They they still like tour and stuff. Oh, yeah. Well, when there's not a uh, global pandemic, mm. but um, but yeah, they they still make music. They're on tour right now, I believe. Oh wow, mm-hmm. his yep. his corn's missing him. I bet. Yep. Yeah. Gotta get back to. It. I hope he has some ranch hands. Mm-hmm. You know the bass player for Corn. His name is. Uh, he goes by Fieldy. Mm-hmm. Um, and I can't help but think that when you grow corn, you grow it in a checks notes field. So wow. I feel <laughs> like that is correct. We are onto something. What's the other guy's name? Jonathan. Jonathan Davis. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So Johnny, Johnny and Fieldies mm-hmm. popcorn farm stand. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's that's going to be their new gig. That's going to be it. Man, that sounds lovely. Look, you got to have something to do on the off season. Mm-hmm. Like That's the true. lead singer for the band Tool. Uh, he's in like several other bands as well, but he also has like a winery that he opened. Do you really? Does he really? Yeah, like a, a few years back. Wow. So That's yeah. fancy. Mm-hmm. His name is Maynard. <laughs> I don't know why that's so funny to me, hmm. but like it just. Just as the lead singer of Tool, yeah. I wouldn't have expected yeah. that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's like, uh, my first name is way too long. I don't know. It's like Maynard. It's like two syllables. But yeah. like as a one syllable w- name owner, mm-hmm. like that seems excessive to me. <laughs> You're and like, then like one syllable, I just don't understand. Yeah, it's it's, it's a thing. Um, but he's like, uh, we got to name our band something with like one fucking syllable. Mm-hmm. I just don't have time. Yeah, I that's true. don't have time to like I'm Maynard from Balloon Trip or whatever. You know, like I don't, too I don't have that time. Just. Yeah, just something we can say to all these tools out there, you know, when they mm-hmm. ask us our band's name. Hey, wait, wait a second. I what think I just figured it out. <laughs> I imagine, yeah, like, like they're just like hanging out in a garage 
like in their mm-hmm. band practice trying to figure it mm-hmm. out and one person just looks over the toolbox and they're like <gasps> I got it <laughs> <laughs> hmm mm-hmm. well that seems seems legit mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think we've cracked the case I think uh, we're doing really great with this sync word today too I think popcorn farmer's a, a decent one popcorn farmer mm-hmm. all right all right <laughs> begrudgingly yeah. all right <laughs> no, it's it's fine. It's just, you know, we better be better in the show. This better be the least funny part of this entire episode. Well, was it all downhill from here? It's probably all downhill, uh, uh, honestly. Yeah. Well, then since mm-hmm. this airs after that airs, uh, we're sorry, everybody. Um, But we also kind of went out on top, I guess. Yeah. If this is the funniest part, you know, it's going to be at the end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that'd be, yeah. Yeah, it's the way to play but it. But it's it's still not good. No, 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 no. Which is great. <laughs> yeah, it's not good. Which is great. People love it. It's our brand, man. Yeah. Say? All right. So okay. let's sync with popcorn farmer on three. One, two, three. <laughs> popcorn, popcorn farmer. Oh, I like yours. That was sing songy. Well, I kind of got into the like the farmers like mm-hmm. insurance jingle. I think I was kind of going into that a little bit, but. Uh, Oh my god. Yeah. You know what? Recent. Outtakes best part <laughs> of the show. It's official. L P A A